Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What, are you talking spoony shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. Live, on tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program, episode 2423. After much discussion prior, uh, controversy here in studio as to what episode number it was, and it shouldn't have been. Just takes a couple of seconds to look down at our computers, our notepads, our notebooks, and so on and so forth, and see what uh, episode. <laughs> All four on. of us keep track of this since our own separate way, and so we, you know, we each check our, we mm-hmm. have to cross check it every time well, to make it. sure it's right. And uh, cross checking today involved uh, people getting upset. People getting uh, very uh, angry, flummoxed, frustrated. When did that happen? I may have been a different conversation. But, uh, <laughs> uh, no, of course, none of that happened. That would be insa- that would be insanity <clears throat> if that happened. Insanity. And I stopped doing that in the late '80s with Susan Pavel. Oh, stop it! I did. Get the insanity. Is that the late '80s, or early '90s? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say early '90s. Yeah, probably. It's right? Prob- probably 94. about 88 to 94? Are you happy with that? I think that? it goes all the way back to 88. Boy, she seems very 80s, doesn't she? She does, but as as with many things in the 90s, there were things that it's didn't still, belong there. It, yeah, it kind of bled. Uh, yeah. was, you think it, she had that long? What did you say? You say 88 to it's like six years. You six think. years of Susan. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. I well, I mean, who knows? She may still be doing whatever she's been doing. I don't know. But as far as like, what, she had when, a program, when right? do you mark when it ended? Oh, was there a TV show? I thought there was a program or, or either that or there were. She had her own talk show called she did. The Susan Potter Show. Okay, when was that on? 94. That's that 94 we Bam. just talked about. 88 to 94 was my guess. So 94 would have been the tail end of that. Right. Because they, she had the infomercials and everything that built up right. to, hey, we should give her a show. And then people were like, nope. No, she knows how to do crunches. Why are we? I assume it, it began and ended in the same year. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is there a way to see when her first infomercial came out? Is that uh, mm. her first book? Yeah. Came out in 1993. 93. Oh, wow. It was fast. Boy, she Boy, it's a really... fast rise for Susan. Burnt. She stopped that insanity quickly. Yeah, she shot right up and then hit the sun and came back down in a pile of ashes. Wait, wait, can, we never we send, can we send her to the White House? Is that possible to the stop the insanity? Can we just have her go there? And, <laughs> I mean, I, uh, it's worth a try. Bring that buzz cut over there to mm-hmm. the Oval Office and see uh, how our president reacts to that. He'll be very confused and scared. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Why is, why is this woman of a military haircut? He wouldn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Does she still have that haircut? I don't know, Garrett. I'm not in the way. Who am I, Johnny Susan Powder? <laughs> oh, I know. Let's talk to Johnny Milk and find out if you guys know each other. <laughs> Making fun of myself from off the air. I made Johnny Milk look like a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> I did on purpose. Yeah, Let's be course. very clear. I did on purpose. Uh, looks like she's got some hair now. Does she? We thought uh, they match the drapes. How are we looking? <laughs> Come on. That's a good joke. Wow. She looks amazing, actually. Does she really? Yeah. If this is, I don't know how recent this picture is. Eddie, you can share that with the rest of us? It's, it's loading. Oh, I see. Is it maybe just a different person named Susan Powder? <laughs> oh, it's not going to let me. It's not going to let you download the picture? No, it's like a video. <laughs> oh, All right, there we go. Can you nope. at least show us the still image? Yeah. Well, I mean, what did you see? You're like, it's still loading, but you see, clearly well, saw something. Now there's something. A, a play button in the middle of it. Wait, uh, that can't be. Is that her? Yeah. No way. No way. It's her. Click play. I want to know what's going on. It's just a. It's like oh, a, it's a still image. Yeah, 
You're telling me that that has got to be like 55-year-old Susan Powder? She's 61. There's no way that woman's 61 years. That's a lot of bad. I, I mean, it's. I apologize uh, if this comes off sexist. I don't think it does. Uh, in fact, I'm siding with Jamil Jamil here. That's a lot of airbrushing. That's a lot of right. unnecessary airbrushing. Yeah. There's no way a 61-year-old woman looks that great. Well, and, there, and there are great-looking 61-year-old women. And men. I wouldn't even say. I mean, great is it's. <laughs> I, I would just say no. Uh, she looks very young. So I mean, great. I mean, when, so when, when people say I'm 72, oh, you look great. They're suggesting you look young. Right. That's what I'm getting. at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, if I, I've got another picture where she looks got? essentially. I mean, you're not going to be able to tell anything from that. Looks great. But um, she looks essentially the same. But when you see a close up of her, she looks like a person who. You know, could be a well-preserved sixty odd years old. She's this got is wrinkles apparently and stuff. from two thousand and eight, so that was a while ago. So that's eleven years ago. <laughs> yeah, there's some work done there, maybe. No, maybe. I don't think so. You don't think so? Those are some shiny cheekbones. I guess. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can accomplish that with makeup. Yeah. The main thing that I'm getting sparkly is, makeup. is the the plumage that is on atop her head. Yeah, she is, went the other way. Is very. Like she's she's styling herself to look like a uh, like a twenty something person, something from the Matrix, maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, uh, so. yeah. And that, that I'm gonna, I mean, maybe she has dreads, but I'm gonna guess that's not her uh, natural grown hair. You think she's wearing a wig of some sort, or or a weave? It seems more likely. Mm-hmm. I I'm not an expert. I don't know. She definitely seems to have kind of fallen off the face of the earth. Although she does have a book apparently called The Politics of Stupid, so maybe your theory of sending her to the White House makes sense. Hmm. Plus, also the white Unless hair. Unless that's about liberals. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's possible. I don't know. I don't know her politics. But but even even then, you know, she would be welcome to them. Yeah, maybe some folks could use that. Let's see if it's on sale for Prime Day. <laughs> Is that big uh, big walkout today? Or maybe uh, Prime Day's tomorrow. No, it's today, right? Today and tomorrow. The politics of stupid. The cure for obesity. Oh, okay. well, I, that, that was not what I hoped for. The hell are those two things have to do with each other? Yeah, you're fat. You're dumb. According to Susan yeah. Powder. Yeah, you just voted the wrong way, and <laughs> it's because you're fat. Yeah, yeah, we all make mistakes. Now, listen, uh, one was bringing this conversation up. <laughs> sure, I, I'm going to blame you, Matt. I, I take full responsibility. <laughs> Good. I'm glad was, somebody in this it room was 100 percent on me. I brought it up, and I regret it deeply. Well, uh, right. <laughs> Everything that's happened since has been bad. <laughs> uh, now, listen, I had a uh, celebrity sighting on uh, oh, Saturday night. Saturday night, I had a celebrity sighting. Yeah. Right, it's not worth that much. Turn it off. Oh, uh, who do we think I saw? Celebrity sighting on Saturday night. Saturday night at a celebrity uh, sighting. Uh, Andy Daly. No. Were you uh, at a concert? I was. And was it at the? Was, did you go to Dodger Stadium? I'm not going to tell you which concert I was at. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Not at this moment. Because um, the celebrity was on the stage. <laughs> I was going to ask if that counts. It I was not, at a concert last night. It does not count. Uh. So they were not on. It was not the person on stage. It was not the person on stage. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> the way you celebrity just, the way you cut off computer. the song makes me think it was just like you saw Elliot or something. Well, he didn't because I don't go to concerts. I did not see Elliot. Did you see Garen? I did. Yeah, uh. <laughs> <laughs> ran into Garen Cockrell at the City Lopper concert. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't run into him. We uh, I texted him to say, "Are you here?" And uh, now what happened? Because I saw an article that said there was she stepped on a bee or something. That was Friday. Night. Friday night. Oh, okay, but she sure talked about it Saturday night. Oh boy, she is a an, just an absolute joy. Yeah, right. She's an absolute joy. Here's my thing with Cindy Lauper. Music is great, but I, I can't help but feel like she's just a little unusual. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, she's so unusual. <laughs> well, you uh, said it, not me. Yeah. it. 
she in the first half hour played a total of four songs and talked the rest of the time <laughs> and i welcomed it i could have watched a one person show okay. just her talking wow. i was gonna text um, you and ask are we at cindy lumper's netflix special taping yeah it was uh she's a delight she's a, she's very funny mm-hmm. uh she's very in the moment uh the only thing you know she is a little nuts obviously but uh, the only problem I have with Cindy Lauper is she will sometimes start a conversation as if we've already all been talking, mm-hmm. and she'll just, "Hey, they want me to finish with this. We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't know what you started." Yeah. Uh, I, uh, but it was. Um, uh, I went to Garen had some terrific seats. Uh, I, I decided at six p.m. on Saturday I was going to go. Got myself a nice seat, mm-hmm. uh, sitting behind the four people that, um, as I texted. Uh, uh, Garen is uh, because basically it, it was one of those Hollywood Bowl events. It wasn't a produced event; it was a bowl event, mm-hmm. and that just means like subscribers and stuff. Yeah. It means it's just a all rich white people night. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the uh, all rich white people uh, drunk area. Oh, fun! And the people in front of me were the ones that went. You know, they went. Let's just go see City Lopper. Would that be ironic and fun? <laughs> Let's do that. And that's what it was. And then finally, I just, I was like, I don't, I went and sat even in worse seats, but was to get away from that, to get away from that wow. and then uh, enjoyed it. Uh, so I went up about uh, uh, about 20 rows mm-hmm. and uh, to find some space. And uh, at one point she's talking about, uh, by the way, the, her whole set, which was great, was built around the power of women. She built the whole show around the power of women. Mm-hmm. And she spoke about that throughout the show. And the, uh, she does a song called Hope which is uh, about hope. And, about, and so she's done this really heartfelt thing about, you know, we're living in weird times, but we all have to be together as people. But uh, we could get by if we only have, and the asshole in front of me, part of this group of assholes, goes, booze! <laughs> booze! <laughs> Boy, I thought you were going to say a dozen other things that would have been... But po- I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I said booze. I said what the man said. I got you. And uh, it was, and then laughed as if it was the funniest thing in the world. And uh, that was when I went, I'm good. And then that's when I finally moved my seat. Because it's like, dude, she's talking. By the way, if if this man was gay, and it's like, if there's anybody in this room, in this theater, she's talking about you. She's talking about people that are bullied and and ostracized. And you you so don't give a shit. Yeah, Uh, Marginalized, thank you. Uh, Anyway, that's... uh, uh, but the show was great, right, Garen? Yeah, I loved it. Enjoyed it? A little, I think there was one song I, I realized that she didn't do that I wanted her to do. When You Were Mine? Oh, I forgot about that one. Which oh, one then? Do that. Change of Heart. Change of Heart was the one. Me too. Yeah. That was it. But it doesn't fit what she was doing. It's She was doing a lot of love songs. No, but it would have of... fit. Because I, I had the same argument about the about the two that she didn't do, which was uh, When You Were Mine mm-hmm. and Change of Heart. They uh, Change of Heart would have fit because uh of, like she talks about her marriages and her first you know oh, that's true about the men in her life and all that i think it would have worked nicely yeah that makes sense when you yeah. when you're getting up to move seats did you consider going and sitting on garen's lap um there was no room <laughs> no. that wouldn't have worked because the guy behind me got up every five fucking minutes oh no why did, then, you, guys, why did you guys switch to tandem because you they were in the in the box uh, and so he and his uh, buddy i don't buddy not in your father vernacular you and your buddy you sat side by side. Yeah. But if you went uh, tandem, one of you in front of the other one. Oh, because those people were there when I got there. Oh, they decided it. Yeah, they were. They were in s- place. Squatting in place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when so, time after time came on, which was a very Prince-sounding version of that song. I don't know if that hmm. occurred to you. Not because the guitar. It was like a guitar, electric guitar, and then her dulcimer. 
but that girl was playing it. It really rem- was reminiscent of Prince to me for some reason. Interesting. Anyway, he started clapping along, but way too fast. Really? Because, you know, time after time is a slow song. He's going like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> wouldn't stop. Stop it. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, uh, a lot of dumb people there on uh, t- Saturday night. It takes a lot to be the only person clapping along to a song. If, if the whole crowd is clapping yes. and you clap, but if you're just like going rogue and I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. And like, don't you feel the societal pressure to not be doing that? <laughs> like, how do you block yes. that out? I don't. Uh, people are in their own world, man. That's yeah. What it goes down it, to <laughs> I guess you have to be if you're not even in time with the music. Yeah, I guess that's just so you're not listening to anything. I, I don't know what his deal was. He was just his. If I don't know if it was his wife or his girlfriend, but uh, in the limited time that I was there uh, talking with you and your buddy, uh, she looked uh, really unhappy. Huh. She looked. Uh, she looked miserable. Like she just. Well, they left did, early. They did. They goddamn right. They left early. Oh, like Jimmy could have come down. Yeah. Why don't you text me then? It was. Le- it was the end of the show when, when, like when is it when right before she did that that what was the last song she did true colors it was before that the one with, uh, so it was the song right before that yeah. that they got up and i'm like why would you leave before she chose true colors even though she did a song i've never heard before yeah they went to love hate uh, yeah uh, she brought out the uh, the night before i guess she had a different group but this night she had the the, the choir from the braille institute so they were yeah. uh, uh, and then I know again she is the I, she strikes me as the kindest nicest person uh, but it was a little Garrett did you find it funny during that so they first of all they all started leaving and then she was yelling at them don't you know because they, they probably practiced when you're done you will all leave the stage mm-hmm. and then Cindy will do her final song so they start doing that and she goes, she's like where are you guys going we got a bow don't you we got a bow oh. <laughs> and then so she goes and get, wrangles them back oh, in God. but then when it was time to leave she and again I know in her there's no question she was being the kindest nicest person she kept on going to these blind people walking out there be careful now there's wires wire 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 right Garrett and I'm not exaggerating she would say wire to each person that had to step As over that went wire. To the wire 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 it was wire wire right so charming and she was charming she was the stage manager she yes. set up their mics when they came out yeah. she's like That's getting crazy. them all organized and like what the lady like a couple booths over was like She's setting everything up. She's setting up the mics. It was it was wonderful in that regard. And it, the, the, she kept not saying wire. I was cracking up because it was like, it's it, again kindness, but they're blind. They they yeah. they don't want to be condescending. They know how to walk. Well, they, also has, didn't someone? It sounds like maybe not. Maybe she it was on her to deal with it. But it <laughs> seems like in that situation, someone would be like, I'll, "I'm I'm their handler. They, I'm that, the one that, who gets that, them that on the stage." There. Yeah. The handler's there doing his. The, his there were two. A man and a woman, yeah. both doing their job. Wire, 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 <laughs> wire. Careful now, wire, wire. It was great. Uh, and then she did True Colors, uh, which um, uh, again she did a you know a, a preamble to, which mm-hmm. was. Uh, and then uh, I, 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 it left me sobbing. It, Garen, yeah, she, she, it, it was beautiful. It mm-hmm. was absolutely, and it was, she ended up doing half the final half of the song a cappella, uh, which was great because it, I, I'm going to say this, Garen, even if you won't, uh, uh, she was off key a lot throughout the show, and I'm blaming it on her monitors. Hmm. Because when she did True Colors without the band, it was just her a cappella, pitch perfect hmm. and gorgeous wow. but there were times like during um drove all night mm-hmm. oh my god she was well she was doing this the whole time, the whole time like at them pointing at her yeah. monitor she mm-hmm. but uh drove all night she was i drove on and it was w- i mean way flat hmm. um and then eventually you know there were great moments as well it was it was a great mm-hmm. show glad cool. i went very glad i went awesome. yeah glad i went garen sat next to a celebrity 
Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what? guess I can look it up. No one in here is going to know his name, right? Is his first name Doug? Oh, I've... you said that. That, that the guy from Blue's Clues? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that? No, that's not. No, even... that's uh, Steve and Joe. Right. Um, what am I it is not Doug. Oh, I'm thinking of that cartoon character. What's his, it begins with a D, though, right? Nope. Oh, it doesn't? What's his first name? Phil. It's Phil. Does that help you out at all? Mm. A famous person named Phil. But are they known a by another name, or are they just known without, <laughs> no one knows the name at all? It's just the... You would probably recognize him when you saw him, but probably wouldn't realize what from. And it's been on the air for, since the dawn of television? A, d- a decade. Is minimum it, a decade. Is it a commercial? No, he's got a TV show. That's uh, a show. He hosts a TV show. Uh, he also had a, uh, a, a, a made a documentary that I talked about on this very show about the uh, the Tour de France. <laughs> the show has been on since two thousand and one. Two thousand one, almost twenty years. The show has been on. Wow, Phil. Is you, it? A, you're not going to pull. Is it a? Is it an interview? Show? I want to say you used to watch the show. <laughs> what? It has yeah. won Emmys. Wait, is it a? Is it like a Food Channel type mm, nope. show? Is Network. It a, Network. It's a network show mm-hmm. with a guy named Phil, who we never really and he hear hosts his name. it, but we don't know his name. I don't think he knows his name. Like, do they? Like, is it like how it, it's like him. how it works? Or oh, like oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know who it is. Yeah, it's uh, Phil. Uh, I want to say like it's not Keo, but I it's, think it's Keo. Is it? It's the Keo. It's the host of the Amazing Race. Yes, yeah. Phil oh. Keogan. 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 K e o g h a. Keogan. Keogan. I don't know. How was his behavior at the concert, Digger? He was into it. Filming it. I thought you told me he was chatting the whole time during the opening. No, act. no, no, no. Somebody, some people came up to him and were like, "Oh, I see. I misunderstood." Talking to him and like, like they were best friends. Oh, my wife works at CBS. Oh boy. You know, she's like, she's a production accountant. Like, all right. Yeah, he does not know. You this. guys are not in the same circle. Oh, Susan. Sure. Yeah, yeah we see at the, see the, her at the barbecue every summer. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't really? I'm on a cliff in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't get down to the accounting cubicles from time to time. Yeah, it was. Uh, he was very gracious and very nice, and they talked to him for far too long. Were they still there talking when I was there? Was that that? Company? Yeah, because yeah. I said, "See what's going on behind me," and yeah. they were there. Oh yeah, they were there in the time that uh, the entire time that I talked to Garen, which was uh, a little long. What uh, <laughs> seven to ten minutes? Probably these yeah. st- these two, by all accounts, now strangers. Yeah, we're bothering the host. <laughs> we're an entertainment. We're an entertainment too. My wife's a production accountant. <laughs> was this before? This is between the. Was there an opener? There was. Well, who was it? Some woman's name who I don't know, but Seal. She was actually very good. Beautiful She's jazz, but mm. so it was you know yeah that skinny bop bop stuff there. I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> she did on Skinny Bop Bop by uh, oh, Poison. That's uh, great. Very, but a jazz bop, bop. version. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Kind of like the, uh, flappers. I mean, they play all those <laughs> yeah, yeah, old timey yeah. versions skinny of pop. Bop, bop. Yeah. Did you see any of it? I saw the last two songs. Did they? Was that during the drum solo? No. Oh my god! It was the most underwhelming drum solo. Really? I have, it was like five minutes. What that long? Of, uh, I'm exaggerating because it was so weird. But it was it was a jazz drummer, so you're not getting any of that. You're getting like for five minutes. Like wow. what are you? What's happening? I'm not gonna lie to you, Garrett. I might appreciate that drum solo more. Oh, it was it was a little. I prefer a, a jazz. Maybe drum it was solo. too long. You want a brush? You need a brush yeah. in your solo. <laughs> As a reminder, when I uh, my very first day at the uh, Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, when I said to uh, when Max Weinberg was telling me how to say people's names mm-hmm. to introduce the band, I never said this on the air. I don't think mainly out. Of, I think out of fear. Uh, <laughs> now I don't care. Uh, but Max was walking me through the how to introduce the band before uh, for the warm up, and then um, we were done, and I went. Uh, 
I go, uh, you gonna be using brushes tonight, Max? And uh, so you say that, and uh, and I'll be Max Weinberg. Uh, you're going to be using brushes tonight, Max? There's not any time to talk. Just say the band and get off the stage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Humorless. Yep. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. In, in, the, in the time that it took for him mm-hmm. to yell at you, he could have mm-hmm. gone, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Just as easy. That it would have yeah. been quicker to oh. just even, even humorlessly be like, no. No. <laughs> or yes. <laughs> nope, not, not tonight. And then walk out. Yeah. See you out there. You're right. Anything else. But... Yeah. But uh, but yelling at me. Um, <laughs> that was my first conversation with Max Weinberg. Mm. It may have been, and I might be wrong here. Your last. The last conversation <laughs> I had with Max Weinberg. It might have. Um, it might yeah. be. It might. I, I don't know how many times I talked to Max. And you may have still been upset about the death of Clarence Clemens, which hadn't happened yet and was, wouldn't come for another year, I think. Do you think that he was, he planning? was planning it? Oh, oh my oh, God. He doesn't have time to Darren's talk about the same page. comedy. He's, yeah. got a, he's got a plan. He's got to get back to his room. Uh-huh. He, he, he saw that you were a good detective and he was like, I can't let this guy too close. This guy's too close because he's already asking questions. <laughs> this guy's asking about brushes. Yeah, way too many questions. <laughs> All right, How did I guess he know? I, I was going to stab him with my brush. I guess I got to cross that off the list. Yeah. You know those brushes. If you actually, if you, if you pull them into that thing just right, could be a uh, could be well, a sharp. They're metal, weapon. right? The, the, yeah. The, the mm-hmm. brush bristles, I guess. Yeah, and then you push them out of that the, the way that they. Uh, oh yeah. You push them out so that they you know, fan out. Yeah. But then I have pull a whisk that works in. that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, answer the conversation, but yet you and I both felt the need to go. Nope, not today. We're not. Talking, we're talking music. We're not talking whisks. We're asshole. Not talking about food. <laughs> You want to talk about food? Go somewhere else. You go to your food cast. Not talking whisks. You don't like when people relate to you. <laughs> Not just you, I think. <laughs> Specific. Uh, I uh, I timed it. I got there in time for the last two uh, acts, uh, songs of the opening act. But again, my goal was to get there, uh, stay at home as long as possible, and mm-hmm. and then head over there. And I got there uh, as uh, as Garen pointed out that it was the because it was a subscriber based thing a bunch of rich white they were all there on time mm-hmm. having their little picnics and so on and so forth and <laughs> uh, so then I was able to one would think I was be able to breeze right through the uh, metal detectors and ticket situation but uh, nope I got behind the six people that uh, were a already tipsy. And B, uh, apparently had never been through a metal detector before. <laughs> and I was telling you this at the concert, but it, it was, and I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. It would be everything out of your pockets, folks. Everything out of your pockets now. Everything out of your pockets. Oh, cell phone too? Oh, dear Lord. Everything out of your pockets, folks. Yes, oh, okay. Cell phone time. Everything out of your pockets. Oh, keys too? Everything out of your pockets. And by the way, not just the first person. All six of them. Right. All six of them. So they didn't, they didn't watch each Nobody other. Nobody learned from the number six. Didn't learn from number one or five. <laughs> and, and so, like, and then the woman, the secondary, the woman that was waiting to like then scan their tickets was going like to me and the one person behind me. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your patience. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your patience. It, it was insane. Wow. If only Sue Powder was there. Can <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop that? Yeah. But what a wonderful show! Nice show. I, yeah, I don't understand adults who they're just so excited about the idea that you can bring alcohol to a venue. That's what it is. It, it's they can't, they, they, they literally can't control themselves or be responsible human beings. They're just like, I've got my wine. <laughs> Whoopty shit. Asshole. That's, dude, you just, you, that's one sentence was me walking to my car while with everybody now dragging behind their empty picnic basket yeah. and me thinking that, but you just capsulated it perfectly. I've got my wine. Like, wow. So cool. Right. But you know that when they first break out that wine, that they try to do it, like it's a secret, like it's not allowed. Like, right. Ooh, 
look what I got. Also, you can buy wine in there. Yeah. I know it's expensive. I mean, I wouldn't, but yeah, yeah, for it's that like, reason. Yeah. Oh, I was checking out that mint like that I drank that I was curious how much this stuff cost. There's a $500 bottle of champagne you can buy. Who's buying that? Doug Kehoe? <laughs> Kogan? He did have wine at Phil. one point. I saw him with a glass. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. He's got that CBS money. He must so. have. Yeah. That's why the accountant came over. I see you're spending a little, uh, uh, little loose. Yeah, you're not uh, <laughs> expensing that because this is not uh, company business. Um, what if that was their way of strong arming? Like, hey. Uh, my, wife's, my wife's in accounting. Well, got yeah, I've seen a couple of uh, interesting <laughs> charges. <laughs> no, no, I, I, it, it'd be subtler than that because this is like the mafia. Hey, I, my wife's in accounting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You want to give us that picture now? <laughs> How was Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But he was wearing the, uh, he, you know, he's in that documentary. that, And I enjoyed that documentary about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so little patience. It's not a full well. It's not a full conversation yeah. about it. Um, about the tour, to, uh, the tour de France. Yeah. Uh, but he was at the concert. He was wearing the exact same jacket that oh. he wears throughout the entire. Weird. Uh, you must love that jacket. Must love that jacket. You know what? It looks beautiful on him. Okay. You know, it's one of those rich people jackets that, like, yeah. like if you wear that, I go a nice costume. But he wears it. It like it looks beautiful. Do you on think him. he has like twelve of them in his closet? Yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> Just keeps it rotated. Yeah. I, uh, you went to I, a concert? I, I, no, but I did start a doc uh, this weekend. Oh, what did you start, It's Matt? a series. Oh, is it on HBO? It's on Showtime, actually. Doc Talk! Thank you. Doc Talk, Doc Talk, everybody knows Doc Talk. You may have to learn that last uh, doc Yeah, I don't know it at all. All we ever do is talk docs. I think I'm even wrong on that. All, all we ever seem to do is always is it always seem to do all, all we ever talk. seem to do is talk talk it's hard to say okay uh there's a series a new series on showtime uh about it's it's basically about rick rubin but it's almost equally about his studio in malibu which is uh, famous the famous uh shangri-la ranch which yeah. is uh featured in the earlier documentary by Martin Scorsese, The Last Waltz. It's where the band recorded and a bunch of other huge people recorded there. And Rick Rubin bought it. I don't remember when. Um, They did not discuss that part of it. They didn't tell us when he took over the lease. But but yeah, it's cool. You get, I've always been kind of fascinated by that place because, uh, you know, you kind of hear about it and it sounds cool. It's like everything is painted white and the furniture's all white and there's there's no TVs. There's nothing... Uh, it's like distraction free and right by the ocean. So it's very peaceful. And, uh, and it's, and you know, it's like I said, it's equally about Rick Rubin's work uh, method, which is also kind of interesting to me because he's not a, he's not a typical producer where he's like in there turning knobs. Like he's more of like a guy who's just talking to the artists and he's got like a team of engineers doing all the, as, as my former uh, Orges records and tapes coworker, uh, Ken Sluter been featured yet. No, Ken is one of uh, his uh, his guys. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, a guy that. Uh, That's amazing. Well, he may have been, and maybe I just didn't. Tall. Uh, I'll look out for his name. They've 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 introduced a few of the people, like the guy who manages it, and a couple of the engineers. But the, the engineers are all young guys, so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be them. Ken, uh, at least the ones that I've seen on Ken's the, obviously in his forties. Yeah, uh, he's younger than me, but uh, looks young. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was a, we worked at uh, with Daver mm-hmm. and Ken, and then uh, and Ken and Daver. I think they I think they still talk every week. Wow. Yeah. 
here's something you'll hate about this documentary if you watch it. They do a thing where they, when when Rick Rubin's talking about his childhood, they've reenacted scenes of his childhood using a child actor wearing a uh, a big white beard and long white hair like a bald cap with white hair that's not how he looked like a child (laughs) as a child but with no there's no uh like haha about it it's not like there's it's not intended for humor it's just kind of presented as this kind of interesting choice that they're you know what i mean like it's like it's almost like a I want to say it's almost like a Spike Jones move, but even Spike Jones would have done it with more humor than this. Mm-hmm. It's it just kind of like, no, that's, uh, that's that's the young Rick Rubin. Like, okay. <laughs> and it's a lot. They do it a lot. But they, you're enjoying it. I did like it. Yeah. it's. A, I think it's four parts, maybe four, four one hour chapters or something like that. The guy who directed it directed uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. Oh, really? That's the Fred Rogers uh, documentary. Yeah. And 20 Feet from Stardom. That's a great, oh, that's a great that's documentary. Yeah. That won an Oscar, I think. Yeah, this guy's done a lot of good stuff. I'm just kind of surprised. That's weird that we don't really hear about documentary filmmakers like that a lot. Yeah. Except for, what's his face? Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Yeah, well, I was thinking about Michael Moore, but Michael yeah, Moore, Ken yeah. Burn, Burns. Yeah, there's a there's a, a few guys that sort of have like marquee like, Is that when they kind of make it about themselves a little bit? Like Ken Burns doesn't necessarily, but he puts his name on it right. in a way where he does. Michael Moore does the uh, the uh, Sherlock. Well, that's not his name. Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. 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 Yeah. When they make it, that, that, then you know about. Yeah, that's them, true. But when it's just a director, like how many directors you really uh, know the name Scorsese of Scorsese and yeah. Spielberg and Tarantino. Tarantino, but again, Tarantino kind of makes it about himself yeah. too. Errol Morris is is a guy who's just famous uh, hasn't really put himself in it although maybe more in recent years he did but just has made a ton of great documentaries like the thin blue line and um fog of war um but yeah he's sort of become a celebrity documentary filmmaker mm-hmm. in the sense that he's people point to him as being excellent but could you if you saw him at uh, starbucks would you know who it is no who's that nature guy you consider what he does documentaries right where he, where he goes you think about uh, merlin Rosen? <laughs> my freaking braces got in the way of that is Jock? that his name marlon olsen what's his name the guy from it's the definitely name? olsen Mer- yeah merlin olsen. merlin olsen i think yeah right. the guy, the Ol- guy. Ol- olsen. olsen olsen yeah the guy Ol- for, he was on little house in the prairie yeah but he also did that oh no shoot i i probably i'm thinking of um oh not the wild world of sports what's what's the documentary uh, the nature the, show we were uh, kids mutual of omaha mutual of wild, 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 wild kingdom, kingdom. Yeah. Who, what's that? It, it, doesn't he have the kind of the similar name maybe who merlin that? olsen uh, it's it's Wild, Wild Kingdom. Uh, yeah, what was that guy's oh, name? Oh shoot, what's his name? It's da, 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 da. No, that's, is that's it the same initials? That's the isn't that the sports thing? Yeah. Uh, you're, you're it's Marlon Perkins. Marlon Perkins. Marlon ah, that's Perkins. it. Thank you. Okay, Marlon now, and Merlin. Now we need to hear that theme. Okay, can, can you find the opening oh, of Wild Kingdom? Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Well, yeah. I love that as a kid. Me too. Yeah. God damn. And I, you, like, there's that one part where the where the lion's going after something. Yes. And then there's the, the, bird, the bird swoops down and grabs. Yeah. Oh, there's the bird. <laughs> I guess it's not swooping at all. It turns out just there's a tiger. Turns out this music's not as memorable or interesting as I thought it was. Yeah. I'm not so sure this is the, uh... It's the director of the St. Louis Zoo. <laughs> Garen, our guest is here. I'm sorry to interrupt this. Jim Fowler's right. involved. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where <laughs> Jim Fowler would go on then going on The Tonight Show. 
Yeah. No, just let that play. Whoa! Oh, God. Whoa. Oh, shit. Whoa, three close. dudes with legitimate reactions. Oh, oh my God. Garen's laptop just came wow. maybe an inch and a half from going off that table and it was, smashing. It, I had it on camera. And it would have smashed. There's no yeah. question. Oh, there's no the, question. The angle it was going to fall with the, with the top bad. open. The hinge would break. Who knows? The 100%. screen was going to be... 100%. Yeah, look at another haircut's coming look in here. Look at this. Kyle Anderson comes in to show his head of hair off. And Garen, Garen, keep your headphones off for a second. Let the hell you get a nice shot of that. Uh, Garen's gone very uh, shaved on the side there, and yeah. then uh, he's flopping it over. Is that, is that take like a mohawk? No. No. Well, I don't know. I if got, you, well, I guess he could. You if could, you, you made you, it. You, you could, couldn't you? Is it, is it, it's buzzed on both sides, right? That's a Mike Schmidt cut. Yeah. And, do you have the, do you have the, well, the mohawk would go all the way down the back. That's, I guess, the question I'm asking. Is it, it, is it buzzed in the back or not? Yes, it's buzzed in the back. Got it. Yeah, it's got kind of a bowl thing going on back there. Meanwhile, Kyle Anderson's auditioning for Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy. Yeah. Did I get the job? Uh, you did. Hey! Just by walking Just in. Just by walking hey, in. Hey, we we, we right. knew what we were looking for. We don't know if you could act at all, but uh, you got the look we were looking for. You, you fit the Brady. You're fit, Fantastic. You're, you're uh, Greg Brady. You fit the suit. What you have to set up a sort of the Brady Bunch where oh, right. he wasn't the, he fit the suits. The only reason he got the job. Sure. Johnny Bravo. Is that the character name? I want to say? I'm not familiar with the program. Huh. You never watched the Brady Bunch. Never watched the Brady Bunch. Did you watch the Brady Bunch? Of course yeah, you did. Sure. Yeah, we all did. Except for one weirdo in this. <laughs> Maybe Kyle's a little younger than us. Yeah, I think that's probably, that's probably that much younger. I mean, Plus it, it would have been in repeats or something. Yeah, that show was in syndication when I was growing up. Well, that's where I saw it. That's I wasn't watching it on Friday nights. <laughs> I might have. Maybe really? maybe once or twice at the time. When I was a kid, oh, I yeah. guess you guys were the age where you could. I it was it was done by the time I was old enough to. But it was already like I, I just remember it being an after school the uh, yeah. the situation. Sure. Mm-hmm. I think I watched that and and uh, the Waltons. I think I watched in in first run when I was a kid. I was still on Saturday nights when I was uh, uh, just a boy. I want to say Saturday nights. I could be wrong. I don't remember what night. I was but... a child. Just merely a child. I can't be expected <laughs> to remember nights programs were on. The thing about the Brady Bunch too is in my life it was even when it was not when it when it was only in syndication it was such a touchstone in comedy that you had to know it like it, my it, was, it was referenced yeah you're right in comedy for maybe 10 to 15 years after it ended so you sort of had to, you knew it even if you didn't know it you would if you but but it, it, i felt like a pressure to be familiar with it <laughs> so i was like i better watch this i yeah. gotta keep up on my brady bunch so i understand these jokes i want to understand dennis miller's fourth joke <laughs> right um you got the you got you got the six kids i guess three from each uh jimmy it's parent. a story of a lovely lady okay yeah who was bringing up three very lovely girls i see mm-hmm. yeah, all I, of them i'll agree with that had hair of gold well like their mother okay the youngest one in curls she had a curlier head of hair i see <laughs> one day this lady met a fella. Okay. We know anything about this guy? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I forgot one part. Yeah, you forgot. You, forgot <laughs> the whole you should have introduced I us got to so, the men. I got so excited about, tell us about the men? what happens. Yeah, act two uh, introduces <laughs> a man named Brady. <laughs> no, that's act one, isn't it? Uh, no, no, act one was the, the no, lovely lady. Lovely lady. No, it's not. Here's the story of a man named Brady. No, he's busy with three boys of his own, so yeah, that has gotta to be, be second. second. Oh, my I apologies. Agree. Yeah. Uh, of a lovely lady. That, okay. This has got to be kind of a big deal that there's, there, you know, it's a, it's a story of divorce or yeah. or, or just and single they, parenting. I think death. They, they almost they... never touched on it. No, I, I don't know. I think they were both widowed, right? I think they were widowed. Okay. Was that the... But it's still two single parents. In the movie, in the sequel, the movie, he, her husband comes back, remember? Yes. Yeah. So he And was, who was that actor? Tim Matheson? Was it? Was it Matheson? Or you think of the Fletch? It may have been. I, I I don't remember, but I do remember 
I'm thinking um, of Fletch Lives. <laughs> that's, a, that's a better movie than people give it credit for. I concur. All right. Well, boy, that <laughs> argument didn't last long at all. Uh, my Tim t- Matheson. It is. Okay. There you go. But, wait, but who am I thinking of who's... Uh, Where's that buzz? Yeah, I hear a buzz too. Yep. Is it you, Garen? Yep. Yeah. Can't... Oh, oh. Okay, take your hand off the... Do you think when that laptop almost fell, you gained su- uh, superpowers? Maybe the way I held it with my thumb, and yeah. it did a complete 360. That was uh, the, it was impressive. Gar- uh, Kyle, you missed it. Garen got up to go and get you, and his uh, laptop uh, was inches from being destroyed. Oh, is that is that what all the ruckus was? I that was the ruckus. ruckus. Uh, we were and, very. And you've never seen the sloth move this quickly. It was. He did have. He saved up the energy. Do you yeah. secretly have like John Travolta phenomenon powers? There? <laughs> <laughs> it was a secret. Does anybody care about, about that reference at all? I liked it. All right. I got it. I, liked yeah. it. I remember being very excited about that movie because it was on the heels of uh, Pulp Fiction. Yes. Well, that, he and exactly. here he comes. He, and that and Michael. And also well, White Man's both. Burden. There was like there was he made so many movies after Pulp Fiction, and everyone was like, "Yeah, Travolta's back!" And then yeah. he was like, just squashing everybody's excitement one I think at a time. So. Yeah, Although you're gonna... White, White Man's Burden. I don't think, but Phenomena and Michael were both huge hits. Yeah, yeah but they stunk. I thought they stunk. Oh, they're bad movies. Yeah, they're bad. But yeah. they made. I mean, they were. He mm-hmm. was. That's the power of his stardom at yes. that yes. time. Yep. The Pulp Fiction comeback. Yeah, because everyone was like, "Yeah, I'll see a movie where." John Travolta is an angel? <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah. We were just excited that he was back. Even though he never went away, it's just that he, he they were all direct-to-video right. or, you know, one week and out. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's the great movie he did with uh, Ari Gross? Yeah, it's about... The, the Experts? The Experts. It's so good. It's so great. I don't know that huh. It might be in his top three movies. Like, it, it's really, it's, really it's, good. Is it pre-Pulp Fiction? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. 80s. It's like oh, 80, okay. 88. Is that the where they were Russian or something? Yes. It's, it's the... I love this premise. It basically, it's a town... I don't know. I can't remember when they reveal it in the movie, so I apologize if this spoils anything. Basically, in the middle of the Soviet Union, they've created a fake American town to try to train, I guess, agents mm-hmm. to teach them how, if once when they go to America, how to be American. And so they bring these two guys over to basically be like the guys who show everybody how it, how oh, it wow. works. Yeah. So it's, that's it, a fun, that is such a hugely eighties high concept. Yeah, it's premise. it's but the it, perfect eighties idea. And, and right. Of course they're inept and they, and they're, yeah. you know, uh, they run a disco, a nightclub <laughs> right. and uh, Travolta's great. Ari Gross is great. Yep. Everybody. What's his name? Uh, uh, it's not it's not Clint Howard. It's the other guy that looks, no, that's unfair to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it's not a person. Who's the? He's a he's a good actor. Um, Brian Doyle Murphy, Murray. No, Paul Giamatti. With Charles, what is it? Charles Martin Smith. Charles Martin Smith. Oh, he's in there. He's I great. Recognize in that. that name. You, if you saw saw his face, you would know him instantly. Uh, great movie. That's uh, that's what yeah. Uh, that's what we Matt and I just agreed on. You should watch it. it uh, I shall. I think I watched it, it on again, video. the experts. I think is it called the experts? Yeah, Dave yeah. Thomas directed it. That's weird. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, like it's a weird movie that's surprisingly funny and uh, just like a cool idea for a movie that uh, I don't even remember it coming out in theaters. Mm-mm. I just saw it on video like years after it came out. What year did it come out, Garen? 89. 89. I remember seeing the uh, uh, at the video store. I, I think mm-hmm. I probably watched it with Jennifer uh, and we went to Blockbuster or whatever. And it's like, hey, that looks interesting. Like, mm-hmm. And we watched it and was like, hey, never heard of this, but it's great. Yeah. That's there's right. some gems in the in the the home video era the the like the rental video era there's some weird movies that didn't m- make it uh but then they you sort of everybody sort of experienced them mm-hmm. because they 
I don't know how it happened, but it's it was because everything got put on VHS. Yeah, like VHS was it must have been so at some point so cheap to make and so ubiquitous that yeah. literally everything like but, we've lost so much just from the VHS era. Yeah, but there's also a weird thing that happened because uh, in the '90s, I feel like what happened was the studios started pushing everything. So when you walk into a blockbuster, there'd just be a wall of a hundred copies of whatever the biggest release was. Right, that was Garen's laptop. Uh, I wonder if actually if 89 it was still difficult to own VHS tapes as a consumer. It was it was before they started marketing yeah. video for because they were still like eighty dollars each or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah. But it was also just like I don't know. It was I felt a little more um, of like a like a meritocracy where like every copy there was only one copy of everything at least in the video stores I would go to as a kid just like one copy of everything and you just kind of look around you go that looks interesting it wasn't just you weren't just being hammered with the big name movies uh although i don't know because i didn't go to a blockbuster i went to like a little local i think that plays into the same you know even growing even our our local ones would have you know 10 of the big movies. okay and then you know well this was just my experience then but yeah I, i i i like that that phenomenon of, of just like movies that well, and were kind of deemed not worthy of the theatrical yeah. release, but they still had something to offer. And it, and you really were just playing on, hey, that cover looks interesting. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. you'd go, well, we've tried. Or you'd go, mm-hmm. hey, that's great. Like, yeah. I never would have watched Sour Grapes, the Craig Bierko movie. Mm-hmm. I only was like, oh, I recognize that guy from something. And all right, I'll try that. And I uh, saw that movie in the theater opening night. Boy, I did not. I didn't <laughs> see ridiculous. it. Until How did that? What was the circumstances where that even happened? <laughs> I was excited to see it. I loved really? Seinfeld. And, wow. Yeah. Because uh, that movie it. was out for like shorter than its runtime. Yeah. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was, it was not long after I moved to LA, I think. And wow. I was just seeing, I went to, you know, three or four movies a week and, uh, uh, what was it? Was it 98? Maybe I, I moved Sour here in 96. I'm going to say, uh, let's see. I was, was it uh, I'm going to say 98. I'm going to say 98. I think you're spot okay. on. Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, I just remember, I remember going, yeah, I'm in. I like Seinfeld. This seems like a movie version of Seinfeld with different <laughs> actors. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of Seinfeld, Oliver is now on the Seinfeld. He's, uh, oh wow, he's gone through The Office. He's gone through Schitt's Creek. He's gone through Friends, British of Office. He's gone through Friends. Is he like Parks and Rec? Yes, he is. He is, and I'll tell you something. Uh, there's a lot of funny still there. I'm sure, mm-hmm. there is. I believe. Yeah, it. I, t- I feel like I talk to a lot of young people who. That's the show that they can't figure they out. They can't. I Seinfeld see. is the, the like they like they're in I'm, on Friends. Right, I believe that Seinfeld's the one where they're like, I, I, I don't understand how this was so as big as it was. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I, I mean, we haven't done a deep conversation about it, but he's been watching it and he's quoting it and laughing. And hey, Dad, we saw the uh, Fazuli Jerry episode today. We saw this, <laughs> and uh, and then he he'll do his George. Like I hear him in the other room doing George or doing Kramer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I would I would think that Seinfeld would translate better than Friends, since Friends was so much of its time as far as like the interpersonal things and sort of but it's a class i mean it's classic sitcom writing i've been i'm watching it right now so like you're watching friends yeah Yeah. and and i think the the joke writing is really really strong the performances are all really great and it's half soap opera so you can get hooked in that's kind of a timeless thing too is But, but i would also think that there are some things that are cringy based on the way that oh, people think there oh, yeah. now there it well, is it Seinfeld is, times Seinfeld a thousand way more oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Right. oh it, the complaint that I often hear from young people who apparently have way more empathy than I ever did <laughs> is that oh these people are assholes right. oh that's yeah. the, but that's the yeah. premise right but they reject that like they oh, yeah that's they, it they, they, uh, they, they refuse to buy into this Whereas, yeah, breaking bad is the hero story <laughs> yeah I mean I, they make it more math in Jerry's apartment <laughs> it is weird like I've never thought of it this way but Seinfeld is a very specifically kind of gen x 
like conceptually Gen X geared hmm. comedy because it it is cynical. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's it's kind of like yeah, human beings are bad. They're awful, and all we can do is laugh at four awful people trying to avoid all the other awful people in the world because you know, yeah. that's what it is they are awful but so is everyone else and we sympathize and and laugh at the fact that they're constantly bumping but is it, into but more is awful everybody people. else i mean not always but it's but, kind of like curb where but, they where they make suddenly get but we relate to their struggles with the rest of the world being quote unquote normal but in fact awful that's that's my feeling is it's like minor things that most people learn to just roll with they don't roll with and they yeah, just which is every episode of curb your enthusiasm yeah yeah but uh, but but i i i relate i mean i related to that <laughs> and i thought it was funny because it, it is the like little things are annoying especially when they pile up but that but they weren't saying like oh it's hard because they pile up there's just like no every little thing is annoying and we're going to overreact to all yeah. of it uh, as a reminder, I thought it was such a big deal that I called my acting class, assuming we'd have the night off because we'd all watch the Seinfeld finale at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, no, we're having class. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll be right there then. Why, Beginning I, of the why I assumed we were but shutting you know, down though, like it was I, mesh. I probably would have been, because I mean, that was a huge like cultural phenomenon. It was, yeah. and, and you're we're, actors. And we're actors, yeah, and the, we're in, in Hollywood. You're like, in the industry. Like a big event. Yes, I thought it was. No, I you was, weren't wrong. You were, th- This is an example of a minor thing <laughs> that you probably were accused of overreacting to. That I thought, You're right, those people are awful. Yeah. I was at Paul Gamartin and Carla Felicia's house. I forget, I forget who else was there. Like They had a little party. So did you just And skip? the truth is, I didn't want to leave the party. No I, no, I went to class. I was oh, paying okay. money for class. Yeah. Mm. I went. Right. You, show, you paid off. You saw the my. Do you know how it ended? That did, show? did anybody tell you? Uh, did you watch it later? I, been, you I did watch DVR it. And someone put it on VHS. Well, I, I watched it. I taped it on VHS at my own apartment. Mm-hmm. Right. Was that was DVR a thing at that point? Maybe no. just barely. VHS for, for me anyway. Maybe TiVo. TiVo. What, what, year, what year was it? What year was it? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. So then it wouldn't have been because TiVo didn't come in until because I I got one of the first TiVos because I worked for the company that did the interface for it. There oh. we go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is actually good information. And so would have been like playing Elliot's the, parade yet? The first time we've ever heard of this too. I, I've never yeah. heard of that. You. This guy's got a lot of you know. You open up this guy's safe. He's got a lot of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. When you're as unpleasant as Elliot, you get fired from a lot of jobs. A lot of experience experience in your past uh, TiVo was developed and marketed and introduced in 1999 yeah so it would have been Europe and I didn't I got mine in like 2000 2001 that was they, when they thought had same here yeah. all these people that missed the Seinfeld premiere or finale for their acting classes well again I had the VHS tape that seemed to work out very well and taped it uh, via yeah. that mm-hmm. loved uh, my TiVo God. yeah so great. Still out there. We didn't. We yeah, had. Uh, what was the other brand? What, did, what brand did I have? I had the other oh, one. Oh yeah. What was the other one called? <laughs> Ooh. It was supposed to be better replay because replay TV. Re, was it replay? I don't know. Maybe. It would. It was. It was supposed to be better than the TiVo because it would sense when the commercial came and stop. Oh yeah. And then pick back up. Hmm. Uh, I got no way that technology worked in 2002. It right? did. I got mine at the Good Guys, which was a. Uh, uh, one of the double letter electronic stores. Electronic store here in town. Uh, Circuit City. And I bought guys, it. I bought it Best with uh, Pete Schwaba. And uh, to this day, I, I will never be able to do this. But I went. Uh, the guy was so helpful, and I ended up getting a uh, floor model at a great price. Replay TV. And I said, uh, uh, "Boy, that guy." Uh, I to say his name was Brad. I go, "Boy, that guy Brad was really helpful." And Pete went, "He's a good guy." <laughs> and the timing was beautiful and then laughed like an idiot. Was it called Replay TV, Karen? Did you I think it was. I think that it, sounds I, right. I think yeah. It, yeah, Replay TV. Okay. That's what I had. I now, years later, because I you, you know, haven't had a T-bone 
I don't know, over a decade. But anytime I'll, I'll sometimes watch something on YouTube or whatever that will incorporate the little uh, bops you used to hear when you would try to fast forward mm-hmm. something. And it's a weird ASMR thing for me now. Oh, like, yeah. I feel oddly comforted yes. by being able to fast forward through television because I'm uh, shallow. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. I have to give not Elliot, but whoever yeah. he worked with credit. <laughs> I, the I, interface I didn't make was great. The, I didn't make the interface. So the, you, didn't, uh, you didn't make the boops? Elliot? No, uh-uh. No, I just happened to work for that company and they sold they, they, they sold it to a disc, as a discount to all of Where's us. Where's that technology in? now? Is it, have, have the, uh, I remember for a minute companies uh, bought it there was there was one satellite company i think it was um dish that like licensed the tivo interface for a while i don't know if they still do and that almost made me switch to them because i it is the hate my cable the tivo interface is better than all the other ones it it just it if it replay was good replay was founded in 97 that's right. Oh. I was in early. You are, uh, so it was the Betamax. Of- <laughs> I, I know launched. for sh- I know for sure that I got it after TiVo because yeah. I could not afford. Well, it. they launched the same year. I see. That's that's kind oh, of interesting. That's weird. Um, yeah, I wish. I, I don't know what I would have to do. I, you know, they. I remember the second one I had. Uh, you could get cable these cards from the cable company, right. and you stick them into. It was the, called a cable card, I think. Yeah, but it was so complicated to get it set up, and the cable like, company didn't want you to do it. The cable company did not want you to do it, so it would take multiple like service calls to I think get I, it right. I may be wrong about this, but my in my memory, it seems like I think the government stepped in, and that's why the cable companies had to do it. Like, mm-hmm. like there was right. some, there was some, they were legally like, required to offer these things, but they didn't want to. They yeah. wanted you to have their boxes. You'd uh, have to pay them every month to, to have the box. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. Well, speaking of interfaces, you know, my TV is a little old. You wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. By looking it up on my, on the TV stand, it looks brand new. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of the, uh, Hulu mm-hmm. and MLB, and now a third, we just got an email, uh, will no longer be, uh, supported on this particular TV. That sucks. So I had to get fire stick. Yeah, and uh, I have never loved an interface more. Oh, mm, wow. it, is, it is phenomenal, and the 4K one, uh-huh. and it zooms and it's fast and nice. looks hey. beautiful. Is it basic? Yeah. Okay, That's I it. like it because I'm, I'm the the Amazon Prime streaming interface on the PS4. I'm not super excited about because it's just like cluttered and whatever mm. but, but i think maybe. that's a ps4 problem though i've maybe don't you feel like a lot of the stuff on ps4 is feels cluttered a little clunkier yeah I yeah, agree. yeah i agree because the netflix interfaces i mean those universally stink but i feel like the one on ps4 stinks more hmm. maybe yeah this has been interface all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right listen kyle anderson is here he's taking time away from not being on the air anymore to entertainment weekly radio <laughs> thanks for reminding me Jimmy. Uh, it's now available I've on demand canceled. i appreciate you're that. not canceled the whole network went away that's well, well i was a part of the network but you uh, but you have your own shows now on entertainment now is True. that what it's called yeah where you could uh, get those on demand on Sirius XM on demand on the app uh, on yes. the app which you can get of course if you uh, subscribe you can get it uh, on uh, your phone now you can listen to it outside of your car hey what kind of interface that got <laughs> it's a little clunky it's a little again. clunky <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie right it's, it's, not, it's the, not, uh, not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Kyle's a great friend of our show and uh, uh, in honor of Kyle being here a little bit later we're gonna be playing Chart Flashback oh wow yes we're gonna All be playing right. Chart Flashback I'm into it uh, a uh, Matt has pulled up a playlist of the uh, top ten songs from a certain year in the eight of uh, this week, this week in the eighties. Yeah. Phenomenal. Kyle and I will buzz in to try to guess uh, what the songs are. 
Oh, man. So many angry middle-aged women on Twitter just got erect. It's great. <laughs> great. They did. They're, uh, people are missing chart flashbacks. They are. Uh, so I said to Matt, I go, put this together. Let's do some production on this show for a change. <laughs> I and, was uh, more than happy to do yeah, it. You were. You you, know, uh, I'm a chart junkie. You uh, didn't take time at all. Uh, no time at all to respond to that text. Well, and then Elise and I ended up, because after you sent that, I was like, this will be fun for us. Let's see. Let's look at different years and then quiz each other whether oh. we could uh, like she would play it and I would see if I could name it. And then I would play one and we go back and forth different years. Uh, and that was fun, too. That's not true. So I'm, you're, you're welcome. Yeah. I, I brought some love and joy into the Belknap house. I, do, I just love how any given week you can look at a chart and find songs that you remember, but literally have not heard since oh, yeah, that right. year, it's which is mind blowing. Yeah. And it's it's so crazy because you feel like our culture is so uh, saturated with nostalgia that you feel like nothing has ever had a chance to go away, that it's always everything's always in your ears and in your face. So it's it's refreshing to be like, oh, yeah, this song. This is crazy. Right. This is uh, this was a song. <laughs> and the number of songs that we've run across in the past, Jimmy, right? This, we used to play this every week where at the time it was a gigantic ubiquitous weeks on end hit like yeah. you could not run from a song for love nor money yeah and for some reason it just like didn't stick doesn't it's exist like, anymore it's not part right. of that guys now for me you know even from like big groups it's weird yeah and there is there's uh, there's a couple in this the list that i think qualifies that not from big groups but just songs that were huge were that huge. are gone that you don't hear uh even weirder is when when, when kyle would do the uh the rock chart because uh, sometimes the top 100, we yeah. did most of those 10 songs already at some point. So uh, he would pull like the top 10 rock chart of this week. Mm-hmm. And then I hear like, what, this was number two. And you're like, Rush Big Money. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, and, and that's that's not even obscure, but it would right. be some like weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, our buddy, our buddy uh, Bean from Kevin and Bean just did a thing on. Let me pull it up very quickly. And then Kyle will bring you over to the uh, big table after the break. But let me pull this up on Twitter because it was a uh, playlist from Pirate Radio. And uh, uh, you guys familiar with pirate radio? No. It was, uh, you know, you, uh, you couldn't uh, really listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Down great. Street. You're talking about actual pirate radio? Yes. Like the... Made by actual pirates? Like the... In the like the guys who would just like... Oh, wait. I, I can't... You know, this is from th- this week in 1989, and I don't want to read it on the off chance yeah, okay. it, it bumps do against your thing. Don't do that. Uh, but it's interesting in that the mix of songs that Pirate Radio would play, because one would think Pirate Radio would be like more... Uh, out on the fringe. Out on the fringe. And it's, and it's like uh, just some pretty mainstream stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and number one is Bananas for a Pirate okay. Radio. <laughs> like it's like I why, can tell you I'm not doing 89. Okay, so there we go. All right, that's it. All right, so here's 89. Okay. This is... Uh, hang on, Matt. Battle Bands. Thank you. Wait a I minute. a movie about that. They made, so, they made someday a movie this show is just going to be this. Is that actually David? Yeah, we got David Lee Roth to do it. If anyone would actually do it, it would be David Lee Roth. Who did do that? Who's the gentleman that's not that in? Oh, shoot. I don't remember. We probably now. should have a list of these yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Garen, that movie was about the British, that like the offshore yeah. pirate radio, right? That's very specific phenomenon of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess it was. Because the BBC was so restrictive, they wouldn't play rock and roll, I guess, or something like that. And so these guys would just take a boat out onto the water and right. broadcast. All right, this was Pirate Radio 100.3 FM. 
So uh, this is not the uh, offshore okay. uh, broadcast. The Los Angeles this week, nineteen eighty nine. The program director was Scott Shannon, who, of course, we all remember. It, uh, ended up at VH one for a minute or two, and also I want to say he had his own top forty countdown. Here's the like uh, just to give you an example, like Madonna is on this. That's very strange. And so is Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. And so is Peter Gabriel. So is Cinderella. So are the Doobie Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the top 10. Benny Mardonis, Into the Night. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, we talk about it a lot on this show because it's so freaking creepy. It's creepy. It's about him uh, wanting to... Uh, it's uh, the, He's wanting to take a child and fly into the air to molest her, I guess. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's the Einstein theme song. <laughs> what? Uh, what did I say? Oh, Epstein. God damn it. I said Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say, well, Einstein's got like, something I don't know about Albert Einstein. Yeah, he likes to put uh, light bulbs up his ass. Oh my god! Uh, you saw that poster. Uh, number nine, the Doobie Brothers, the ah. Doctor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I did look at this year in the Hot 100, and that was also on the Hot 100. It's a uh, number nine, number, uh, number eight, Coming Home by Cinderella. Number seven, Peter Gabriel in Your Eyes. Number six, Love and Rockets, So Alive. Number five, Real Life, Semi an Angel. Number four, Guns N' Roses, Patience. Number three, Fine Young Cannibals. Number two, Warrant, Down Girls. Fine Young Cannibals, good thing. Wait, is number one the uh, Express Yourself by Madonna? No, Madonna is number 15. Oh. And then Howard Jones is on here, U2, Bon Jovi, two Bon Jovis. Um, yeah, because you couldn't get that on Squire. normal radio. That's you couldn't what, get two Bon Jovi songs. Isn't that what I, I need more Bon Jovi. And when I give you number one, you're going to really be confused, because to me, pirate radio is that, like, Songs you shouldn't be getting anywhere else. Wait, right. is it Millie Vanilli? It's not. Okay. It's and I like this guy a lot, by the way. First of all, and he's also this the guy I'm talking about is uh, I, li- I like a good handful of his songs. He, he some for some reason became a punchline at some point undeservedly. And, oh, uh, let me guess again then. And he's great on Twitter. Then it, it's got to be Richard. Marks. It's Richard Marks. Yeah, yeah I was kind of uh, satisfied. Was number one on pirate radio. Oh, oh, but that's not the hit that I remember from the summer of '89, which was. Uh, Right here waiting. Right here waiting was the. Uh, that is uh, number twenty-three. Jesus, what's why is Pirate Radio? Pirate Radio is all in on Richard Marks. Yeah, well, he was a big star at that point in time. But again, to, to me, Pirate Radio should be like uh, we're playing the chains. Who are they? That's right. Yeah, you right. don't know who they are, or right. or just like. From what I understand from pop radio, like there's a playlist that you're supposed to play as a DJ and you're right. not allowed to pick what you want. Yeah. Pirate right. radio should be playing everything but that list. And and it could be there's another track on, on a popular uh, mm-hmm. album that you never get to hear. Right. That could yeah, be, what's that the, could what's be the it. Madonna. Like if they like it was you express went, yourself. Oh, that's yeah. So and like and Richard Marks like, was satisfied. These are these were number one hits. <laughs> yeah. They went with a weird one. You right. think like, all right, well, they're, you know, they're saying like, well, what about this thing? Well, yeah. that's what WXRT used to do in Chicago. Uh, they would play the you know track four instead of right. the hit and you'd go that's where why are they playing richard marx well they're not playing the hit there's but they're still acknowledging richard marx's first album mm-hmm. then i think xrt gave up on him too but <laughs> uh that first album was on everything he was it was rock radio pop radio he yeah. was everywhere richard mm-hmm. marx and now he's taken down our goddamn president from the inside <laughs> did he swallow him yeah we'll be back Hey everybody, I'm not uh, I'm not going to waste time on this. You guys know our thoughts on Harry's. Uh, Matt, you know my thoughts on Harry's. Yes, you, th- you you use them. You think about it this way: if I don't want to be Harry, I gotta go to Harry's. Yep, that's how I think about it. <laughs> I think about it uh, twenty about, about twenty three hours a day. I think about Harry's razors. What about the one other one hour? I think about uh, thinking about it. Oh, it's like oh I got oh I got to remember in one hour. It's time to, to start, start thinking, thinking about, about Harry's. Yeah. 
You also never sleep. I don't know if people know that about you. I don't. That's why I look haggard. <laughs> uh, but my face looks great because I shave it, it sure does. with some Harry's products. Yeah. And then I also use the face wash, which I love. God, do I love their face wash. Face wash. And their aftershave. The I love aftershave them. cream or whatever they call it is great. The, the shave gel is great. The you know what I do? do I'm going to tell you something. about. Uh, I'm going to let you in a little behind the scenes uh, on Jimmy I'm Pardo. Listening. So I use the, uh, the aftershave mm-hmm. on the face. I also then put it on the forehead a little bit. Okay. Moisturize up in there. Yep. And then you still have some on your hands. Run it through your hair? I run it down the body. Oh. I, I run it down the body. I've done that too in this area because it's got a nice smell to it. Yeah. Sometimes I do it on the chest. Sometimes I run it through my hair because I feel like it, it makes my hair feel like nice and uh, like uh, if my hair is feeling kind of dry, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of moisturizes Moisture. the hair and it smells, again, it smells good. It does smell nice. And that's kind of my thought on the... Uh, on yeah, the body, not right. that uh, anybody uh, is uh, well, your lady, close enough. Your lady might. Uh, no, we got separate bedrooms. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Sorry to hear that. All right, a lot of guys buy disposable razors when they travel, but this summer you don't have to sacrifice quality for price. Join the 10 million who've already tried to Harry's. Claim your special offer by going to harrys.com. Uh, here's the deal, guys. This summer, refresh your wallet and your face with a Harry's trial set. It comes with. Yeah, and you guys know this. The weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip. The five-blade razor, lubricating strip, trimmer blade for a close shave. Go right near the, the, next to the nostrils. Mm-hmm. Uh, rich lathering shave gel that'll leave you smelling great. And a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. Yeah. Listeners of Never Not Funny could redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash pardo. So uh, head over there. Go to harrys.com slash pardo to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help support this program harrys.com slash pardo and you get all that a trial set take advantage of it mm-hmm. harrys a better way to shave it's time for Lightstream. Lightstream. hey are you tired of credit card bills with high yes, interest rate interest rates are you ready to pay off your credit card balances and start saving money sure well here's how you do it brother listen get a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Lightstream. With rates as low as 5.95% APR <laughs> with auto pay. 5.95. What's the low, what's the rate? 5.95%. That's fantastic. That's APR, that's with auto pay. You know, most of these credit cards you see these days, the the APR is like above it's like 15 to 20%. It's insanely high. Uh, most of them are uh, the average about 19%. So Oh, that's uh, the average. Yeah. So I was low when I said 15 to 20. Yeah, you're being uh, very kind. It's more like 15 to 25. Yeah. <laughs> Which no one would ever say because it's a weird no. window to put. No, she's uh, just the average of 90%. So it's like somewhere between 17 and 23%. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, so not, it's the hard castle. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's usually over that. Yeah. There you go. I've got the hiccups, which is outrageous. You should not be paying one fifth of your uh, your bill to uh, to interest. Well, here's how you can solve that. Uh, whether you need a loan from five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars, there are no application fees, no origination fees, no transaction fees, no prepayment penalties. The rate is fixed, so it will never go up over the life of a loan. Uh, you can even get your money in your bank account as soon as that day. Sometimes that'll happen. Great. Uh, just right now, for the listeners of Never Not Funny, mm-hmm. apply to get a special interest rate discount. But the only way to get this discount, Matt Belknap, mm-hmm. is to go to Lightstream. Lightstream. Lightstream.com slash Pardo. That is Lightstream.com slash Pardo. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Pardo. Subject to credit approval. The rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com slash Pardo for more information. Lightstream. A better way to consolidate. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, my name is Jimmy Pardo. I'm enjoying a delicious tea. Uh, we just realized off the air it's a green tea, half and half. Arnold Palmer with green tea. 
lemonade and green tea, Kyle. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hearing you. I'm wearing headphones. <laughs> Are you able to hear this? Then fuck off. Is that, that coming in crisp and clean? Yep, got that too. All right, good. Just make it sure. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sold. Yeah, not 100 percent sold. Call in if you think that was a good idea. Green tea with lemonade. <laughs> but I bought and how many did I buy? Twelve of those. I think a 12 pack. You know what? We ran out of teas here, and I needed to buy something in a hurry. And the ones that I buy, uh, they don't sell them on Amazon. You got to go through some other distributor and it usually takes like three weeks for them to arrive mm. and I don't have that kind of time I was out of tea you're a busy Hollywood man I'm moving <laughs> and I'm shaking yep right I'm busy I'm going to concerts I'm also not going to concerts I've got a lot going on <laughs> you're doing you're both going and not going and not going Kyle oh I got God. both covered you can't constantly be going to concerts that would be insane I'd be Garen what kind of super jet would that involve to always be on your way to a concert not Phil Collins on the Concord right you're not going to Philadelphia <laughs> to hit that second stage no it, you know here's what I'm going to say about that and as I tweeted out over the weekend on that very day I was laid up with the chicken pox huh. and so I uh, the day of Live Aid the day of Live Aid so first of all I would have stayed home the whole day and watched it anyway but sure. I kind of didn't have a choice yeah and i was bummed out that phil collins did the same two songs in philly that he did at yeah, wembley that was not well thought out and it's like <laughs> i think i was thinking was well i'm gonna do the two songs i'll do it for them i'll do it for them but forgetting that they were playing to millions at to, home to, and, yeah. and also in the uh, while they would set up the stage they would show wembley oh at the other one. Oh. So wembley saw it oh that's <laughs> even worse then i didn't yeah. know that they did, did that yeah, that's, yeah so that's bonkers bonkers yeah. come on Collins, get your it's head. not like you only have the two. Yeah, right. You've got a zillion hits. It's not like yeah. his he was his band couldn't like somehow the flight would make his band only remember two songs. <laughs> like, I don't know what that would mean. Uh, That's an interesting question. Did the whole band go or did he play with two different bands? He only played. It was just him on piano. Oh, if oh. I'm not mistaken. And he played with Sting and at Wembley. And then, of course, he played with Led Zeppelin oh, okay. uh, here. Oh, I didn't know that. In addition to. Uh, I didn't know any of this. And yeah. I think I did watch some of it, but I don't remember any of that stuff. Uh, and r- rumor, had, even though Phil Collins is considered a great drummer, they had Tony Thompson playing. And uh, in addition, so it was Phil Collins and Tony Thompson. And according to Phil, you probably heard about a little bit about this on that uh, uh, hip, parade? hip Parade. I don't know if I've heard they, that one. They, they, they kind of wanted Phil Collins to play with Led Zeppelin, but the Led Zeppelin fans will maintain that's why Led Zeppelin sucked that day, huh. is that Phil Collins... Like Tony Thompson would have been a better drummer hmm. for what they were doing and so on and so that, that, okay. that, bah, 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 bah. Uh, That's a good episode of Paper Raid. The, uh, the Genesis. I'm going in order. So um, I, I don't. Where is that one? It must be a more I, recent one. No, I don't think it is. I, I think you should have heard it already. I must have missed it. I'm surprised. The whole episode is about Phil Collins? Uh, the, oh, gen- oh, you know what? It's, I think it's the next one. I'm oh, great. Yeah, it's, a, it's about like guys who leave a band to go solo. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But it really it's, specifically uh, about Genesis. Well, because they had two. Yes. Yeah. And reason. three, if you had Mike Rutherford and Mike and the Mechanics. Mm. Oh. And then if Steve, you're feeling generous. Steve Hackett. Oh, they were huge no, for a I minute. Uh, I like to shit on Mike and the Mechanics for no reason. <laughs> don't you know that about me, Jimmy? I don't know that. But, and, <laughs> and part of it's fair. Like some of their songs are great. And then others are like just really bad, a, you know, uh, middle of the road music, M.O.R. music. Was it Mike and the Mechanics that had an album called Beggar on a Beach of Gold? I can't answer that. And I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I can only name one song of theirs, and it's "The Living Years." Yeah, that's uh, one of one of my least favorite album titles of all time. Well, Garen, look that up. A beggar on the beggar be- on a beach of gold. Why don't you like that? Fuck cover? you. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. language comes out. He's off Sirius XM. Yeah, He's able to use the language. Dogs off the leash, baby. So you can't. You couldn't. Yeah, use yeah, I, you know, I didn't like it as I was saying it. Yeah, and that's fine. <laughs> Let's put that guy back on a leash. <laughs> what uh, Mike go, and the Mechanics? Oh, it is. It Mike is Mike and the Mechanics. mechanics. Yeah. from like '86. 
95. It feels like they were trying to make their own idiom, and it was right. like, here's one for yeah. you. Imagine a beggar on a beach of gold. We're going like, to turn a phrase. I don't know what uh, what would that apply to. Like, I, how would you? I don't think I hate it as much as you guys. Well, that's because you're a beggar on a beach of gold. <laughs> All right, here's the Mike and the Mechanics best of. You ready, Matt? Uh-huh. All right, you got Silent Running. From the hit film Silent Running. Which one do you know? Living Years. Uh, the Living Years, yeah. Uh, no, you know one. You know another one that was even bigger than yeah, that. Yeah, there, there is one other one, but I can't pull it. All I need is a miracle. All I need All is I a miracle. Is you. All I need is a miracle. Really? Oh, I like that gets a thumbs down fart from Jimmy Parker? I like that song. All I need How dare you, sir? All I need is you. Nah, That's I inoffensive, right? I was all in on those guys, and now I've just, uh, they kind of bore me to tears. All right. I mean, I don't need to put it on now, but I, I liked it at the time. You're not going to crank it up? Nope. <laughs> how, how do you, Siri, play Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> Loud. Siri, can you hear me? <laughs> hey. Hey, Siri. Where'd you go? Come back. I just said Mike and the Mechanics. Oh, even uh, Siri doesn't want to Siri, yeah. Wow. Siri has bailed. Oh, boy. Also, a lot of listeners whose series just went off because I did that, they all also bailed on us. I mentioned this before, but watching Schitt's Creek is, uh, the daughter's name is Alexis. Uh, the Alexa will activate every single time they say Oh, really? Every single time. It's <laughs> amazing. I, I don't I don't enable that function on, on the, the tap because I don't like it. Oh, we love it. I don't want them to hear me. I don't want them listening to me. Oh. I, 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 I want to burst in here because... I <laughs> and just so dis- you're doing so. So I'm doing so <laughs> because... Uh, I had downloaded, I guess, all of my Google stuff last year just because you can you can archive things. Um, I have a recording of every time I spoke to Google Assistant. Yeah. It oh, saved yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I just saw an article about that, about how Google is doing that. That very much surprised me that that existed. I also have every single uh, voicemail from, from that time period from Google Voice and some phone calls that I didn't realize it was recording. Jesus. That's yeah. That's kind of crazy. What's going on, buddy? Mm, I don't know. I don't like it. No, sir. It's time for you to get in that bunker. <laughs> Call Rogan. Yeah, the, you, you and Joe Rogan could go to your bunkers together. The irony is that I feel like a lot of people who are, like Elliot, sort of predisposed to be suspicious of whatever, were like, uh, you know, I need Android. I need Google. Like it's, I need to be able to granularly adjust everything. And the reality is not that Apple, not, they're not saints, but I think on the privacy front, Apple's doing a little better it's than a little Google. better. Well, here's the thing that annoys me is that you can turn off all these things I've just described. Yeah. But every time you update Android, it you basically to, turns them back. Oh, off. Right, right, right. It doesn't, cool. it doesn't, it doesn't say, hey, by the way, we just turned all those things. It just secretly just does it. And so that's interesting because there are stretches where it. It does all this stuff, and then there are stretches where where it, where it didn't. And it's mm-hmm. interesting what you find interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I fascinate I actually, you. <laughs> I actually find even that not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> his interest bores you. His interest oh, is not man. interesting to me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me go around the horn. We say hello to Garen Cockrell, who we uh, already checked in with a little bit. I saw him at the Cindy Lauper concert on Saturday night. Uh, hey, was that good? Terrific. Okay. Really enjoyable. You should have been you should have been sitting outside the door at the beginning of the episode and listening <laughs> in on that part of the conversation. Yeah, you'll hear this back when you and your wife sit around like you do each week and uh, Always. Thursday mornings yeah. here at the program. Me with no pants, it's great. Oh, well, appreciate uh, <laughs> that imagery. And I would imagine a lot of our listeners are that uh, that way. Uh, is he going to say it? A uh, glug. <laughs> um, Garen also went to see Kristen Chenoweth on Sunday night. Whoa! Wow! wow. How did weekend. that go? Hollywood Bowl double dip. Yeah, uh, I was a little late, which I'm ashamed of. I got there at like 7.45, and she started right at 7.30. Prompt at 7.30. Oh, no. The opening act, 
Wow, and she went to. Well, she's from the Great White Way. She, she's they're prompt. Good call. Good call. at seven thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. She did at one point saying, "I'm gonna have some special guests come out in Act Two, and it was some kids from AMDA. Good to have them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. What? She mentions Dolly Parton twice through, through the show. So here we go. So you're like, like, all right, here comes Dolly. Oh, God. No Dolly. Why would Dolly Just, come? Because she sings on her new album. Okay. I didn't if know. it was Dolly, what would you say to her? What would I say to her? Yeah. I know what I'd say. What is it? What time is it? Hello. Thank you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Hello, Hello Dolly. Dolly. You. Oh. God damn it. I wish his computer would have smashed it. <laughs> Should we... go over there and push it off. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat. It'd be worth the oh, 1700 bucks of me having to buy a new computer for him. Yeah. I would not buy him a new one. Why would I think it'd be a new no. one? I'd buy him a user. Get a refurb. I'd, I'd, I'd get him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Get him one of those MacBooks they just mm-hmm. discontinued. <laughs> yeah. Um, how, how was the show? What? Uh, really quick. I just got an email from my professor, old professor. Uh, professor Parton. They're doing a screening of the documentary Echo in the Canyon, and Andrew and Jacob will participate in a discussion following the film in oh, case great. you want to go talk to him and ask why he shoehorned himself into every image in that film. I will I will add to that uh, David Crosby, who could be a, 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 blowhard. A, a, and a sourpuss. Yeah. Somebody said, hey, just saw Echo in the Canyon. Is uh, Dylan's kid as cool as he seems? And all Crosby brought back was, nope. <laughs> 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 like, there we go that a boy that that's a, interesting so they had a nice rapport though it seemed like in the yep. movie nope love it yeah uh, well answer the question how it, was that show she's spectacular you enjoyed it she's it's it's almost the same thing as Cindy Lauper she's charming she's funny she's body it's great what does she do uh, I assume she does some stuff from Wicked she did some stuff. Oh, she does that. She does the same thing that that Adina does, where she brings someone up and they sing together. For popular, you mean? No, she did that, but no, uh, it was for for good, be good, or for, for good. good. Yeah, yeah. And she went and got this, just like a civilian out of the crowd. Yeah, just randomly. Huh. Perhaps. And, and this girl jumped up and, and was like, "What do you mean?" Here's what happened. This girl. Gets that's up. a that's a real duet. Like, there's equal yeah. parts. Risky. Yeah, this girl. You could tell it's someone who sings along to Wicked, mm-hmm. but. Under pressure, so everyone at that show. <laughs> yeah, she, under pressure, she couldn't couldn't deliver it. She, could, uh, she was forgetting the words. Yeah. But when she knew the words, she was belting it, and it was really oh, okay. Oh, I thought you meant she just charming. didn't sound good, but she sounded good when she could she get it. She sounds like a girl who sings. Okay. Not, I mean, she, Jesus raves, Garen Cockrell. <laughs> but it, Jesus. the whole situation was very endearing. It was very yeah, yeah. you know charming. Yeah. And, and I would have been annoyed at that. You don't, you don't like when they uh, when a stranger gets I, up there? I paid money to see the star. I don't want to see some non-famo. It's a duet? No. Let me tell you the bring, other side. Bring, bring out Dolly Parton. Bring out bring out an, another actual star. Wasn't even there. Well, disappointing. If she was, what would you say when she came on stage? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife cries at any rendition or version of that song. So if she saw a a young a girl, a kid, singing that with Chris and Chenna with it would have been it would have been a flood. Check in. Was it a kid? She was 14. 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that's that great. qualifies. Yeah. I assume yeah, I the, the way you told the story that she was yeah. under. I mean, you could tell she was like singing to Kristen China with like, that's you crazy. know, it was very. That's, yeah, that sounds pretty well, that's cool. That's great. I, really I, cool. I like that she's 14. You change a change with the age. No, still don't care. No, for dislike it. it even more because <laughs> I because I, I don't like it when teens do stuff. Go away, teens. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. Why are you shaking a cane in the air? Not interested. Yeah, man. Too many clouds today. I, I only say that because I had I had a teen uh, kicking in the back of my wife's chair at the movies yesterday. Um, wait, wait. So wait I'm, I'm sour on teens today. What movie did you see? Uh, we saw the film Stuber, mm. starring Kumail Nanjiani and uh, Big Dave Batista. Uh, hang on one second before I Garen, had you seen that as well? I did see that. All right, as well. you've seen it. Oh, Your review. Yeah. Eh. 
Your review? It's fun. Wait, that's not what you said the other day. You said you loved it. I, I, I had fun. I enjoyed it a lot. All right. Did I say you're, you're it? curbing it because someone else in the yeah. room feels differently? I, we feel like, like you're I did not laugh at it, but, it, it. No, but it felt long to me, and it's only like 95 minutes. Ooh. Did you? You didn't see it, Jimmy? No. <laughs> no, I did see a movie over the weekend, and I uh, was waiting to talk about it in case okay. I, uh, Kyle had seen it. I'm guessing Garen saw it. I did not. You did not. Crawl. 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 Nobody saw Crawl. Loved it. No. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Did you see it? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I saw a review on Garen Cockrell's Twitter feed from a fan of this very show that said, don't bother, it sucks. If you saw the trailer, you saw it. Nope. And I'll- Cut that person out of your life right now. That oh, person's wrong. Oh, that's I said I was going to go, in honor of Kamel, I was going to go see Stuber instead of yeah. Crawl. And, uh, Crawl, which is essentially Gator on the second floor of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I loved every single dumb minute of it. And there's some dumb. Oh. There's some yeah. dumb. <laughs> but it. Uh, but you go to a movie like that for some dumb. Like, and it's if only. If it's not a little dumb, then I'd be oh, disappointed. Yeah. It sounds. It's a sort of a. Not a ludicrous idea, but it's. it's Isn't it supposed to be a little bit kind of over the top? And, it's an insane premise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the number of times over the course of that movie, I just went, oh shit, out loud in a movie theater. <laughs> right? Perfect, right? And I was tense the whole time. And I, I like, I don't want to give it away for, because I, I insist that people go see Crawl. I have rarely left a theater happier with the music that plays over the credits. Yes, hundred percent agree. It's <clears throat> absolute. It's the. It's. I was so happy. Yeah. Is it Walk the Dinosaur by Was Not Was? No, no. you're not super far off. <laughs> you're, not. you're not super far off. It uh, it filled me with great joy. I saw it yesterday, uh, the eleven oh five showing at the Arclight in Culver City, uh, where at uh, one point I was the only ticket purchased when I bought my ticket <laughs> at eleven oh four. I sure. was the only ticket purchased, wow. and I went up to the uh, people with my uh, my delicious popping corn and beverage. And I uh, said, I'm here for my private screening of Crawl. <laughs> and the woman laughed, and the guy looked at me like he's never heard the language. Gator <laughs> five. And I forget what he said, but it, like I remember, I, I remember, I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I remember just being angry that he didn't enjoy my joke mm-hmm. and that she got it and really got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as the uh, trailers were ending, another gentleman came and sat down and that that's bummed, a bummer it bummed me out really like look he sat there quietly like i did yeah. <laughs> and and had the same re- scared reactions i did like he was into it but it still was like i it looks like i'm gonna be the only guy i want to go all in I'm yeah the only guy. If, you're, if it's that empty you want the the story yeah. to be like yeah, yeah. i was the where only did he person. sit where did he sit yeah he ended up sitting uh, like in the second row and i was in the second to last row okay so okay. he's because i don't understand nice. the person that does that and sits either directly in front of you right. or right next to you it makes yeah. no sense empty theater right it's like i gotta sit where the other lit up chair is there's no i don't get it yeah it's maybe because if they're gonna be scared they want to be able to grab onto someone <laughs> I, like, oh. I had a guy do that and come in with nachos and and uh not nachos he unwrapped a giant burrito oh that's very I'm different. like, what are you? Yeah, that's very different. <laughs> and nachos, I was like, what are you mad at nachos know, for? Like, he came in with a food available in <laughs> a movie theater like I mean, an asshole. And then he pulled out gummy bears. What the <laughs> fuck is this guy doing? Well, that was his fucking nachos. problem. He had both. He had nachos and he brought in a burrito. Well, that's crazy. And he sat right next to you? Directly next to me. Dude, what are you doing? I had, the, I had, we had that happen one time. We were in a theater that did not have a sign scene. This happened in New York where they're savages. And, um, <laughs> Uh, and w- w- my wife and I were in a theater by ourselves. We, I forget what we were seeing. I think we were, it was like you know early in the morning for a movie that had been out for a few weeks. I want to say it was actually Maleficent. And we were the only two people in the theater, you know. And then the like as the trailers are kind of wrapping up, one woman walks in, 
and she sit and we're sitting you know like second or third row like in the middle and she sits down directly next to my wife <laughs> oh she does not she does she does and, and and nicole turns to me and she's like what the fuck is this woman's problem and, uh, and she's also pregnant which made it weirder somehow and uh the woman not my wife and um and so nicole was like let's just like and so we got up and moved a couple seats down right and she, she got up not. and moved a couple she seats down. what are you Wait, talking about and so we were like all right now we're sitting next to a psychopath like i don't know what's and you can't here. enjoy the movie because you're in your head now. no because now i'm completely like worried about who this person is and right. what she's capable of can i ask a potentially and then offensive nothing question? happened this I would love for you to ask a, uh, an offensive question, Matt. <laughs> and I don't know if Karen can Google this or whatever, but I feel like I've heard that in uh, Eastern cultures like China, Japan, that it's uh, that is culturally what you do is that you sit mm-hmm. right next to people in an empty theater. Really? Uh, yeah. Like that's just it's, it's it would be as weird for them. To, to not do that as it is. Is that Ruth Kakistan? I get joke sucks. <laughs> I apologize. If everybody wants to cancel their subscription, it's been a, we've had a good run. Yeah. Right? It's been a solid good. 13 and a half years. We thank you for your time. I mean, we yeah. can no longer justify the title of the show. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably best we wow. end it. Thank you for your time. Kyle, I'm, sad, I'm, glad, I, I'm both sad and happy you were here for our yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't believe I was here to observe this. All the support you've given us over the years. Yeah. And the friendship that we formed. But uh, so glad that you're here. Now you and I are both canceled. Yeah. <laughs> you think I can go on that uh, bad platform that you're stuck on now? <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about The Handmaid's Tale? You're welcome to it. I do want to talk about it. Have that. you been watching? I'm of not, course. I'm not oh, caught wow. up. I'm not caught up. Yeah, he's not caught up. I'm like, I'm surprised. I, I, if were I not doing this recap show, I may have abandoned it. No way. What? No, I'm loving it more than ever. Oh, really? Man. Yes. I, I like Interesting. Season, yeah. yeah. I like this season more than I like season two. 100%. I agree with that. 100%. I, I feel like season two struggled to justify its existence in the wake of season one. Like most shows like this, when it ended, it was like, that could be the, that could be it. That's it it, it right. would be a perfect show, like perfect ending, perfect season of television. And so it's like still much like big little lies, which is struggling even more to be like why are we going back like what what else is there to say right. or do in this world now and i i felt like that was an issue in season two in my head at least i was like why this doesn't make sense and now i feel like they've finally gotten past that and I'm, I'm interested in in what's happening so i will uh this is not any giveaway at all i know okay. you're not caught up and it's not a giveaway at all but you know her behavior mm-hmm. uh, elizabeth moss's character mm-hmm. june off joseph <laughs> Her, her character, uh, as Danielle says at the end of her, and we're loving it. Yeah, she would be dead by now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%, they, they would have right. killed her yes. for four things in this episode. That's yeah. like an incredibly frustrating thing. Like the, I sometimes understand the rules of Gilead, and sometimes I absolutely do not understand yeah. the rules yeah. of. They Gilead. don't seem to apply to her, right? Like yeah. somebody else looks the wrong way at a grocery store, they're hanging. Right. <laughs> you know, she runs out of there with a gun, like oh, yeah. it's like oh, well, she's first on the call sheet. What can you do? <laughs> right. You can't, yeah. can't do anything about it. <laughs> It's, uh, I think they just decided, there. There were times when they sort of tried to couch that in like, well, this guy's protecting her. Or something's happening that, that's extenuating. And then I think they stopped. They just stopped bothering to do that anymore. <laughs> like, nah, people get it. The they, show they, is they get it, it's right. the Elizabeth Moss show. Yeah, like, what? right. Do you, do you watch Big Little Lies, though? Oh, yeah. I have a question for I'm, you. I'm also recapping that on Entertainment Now on Sirius XM On Demand. Have you seen the episode that starts with a flashback to the uh, ultimate moment of the first season where they... Uh, put, I'm joking. It's every fucking episode <laughs> starts with the same flashback. What are they doing? Well, it's, you heard there's a lot of behind-the-scene um, problems with the... Yeah, a lot of drama there. A lot of drama. Oh, because I didn't the, really hear that. There was a story that broke on... I think it was TV Line last week where um, uh, Andrea Arnold, who was brought in to direct this season, mm-hmm. she replaced Jean-Marc Vallée. Yeah. 
And Andrea Arnold's a director I love. She made a co- she made the movie um, American Honey, mm-hmm. and she made a great movie called Fish Tank, and she did a great um, Wuthering Heights adaptation. Anyway, she's a good director. And uh, what we found out was that uh, that she essentially had her cut taken away from her. Like she oh. shot the whole show, but then Jean Marc Vallee and I think his wife have been cutting it. I saw his name in the editor credits. And I was like, that's odd. Well, and and my wife pointed that out too. And and she thought that it was because that there's so much footage from the first season. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they, they might right. have to credit him yeah. because they've, they've incorporated so much of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out he had, he's been editing the entire time. And that's why it feels mm-hmm. visually very much the like, same as yeah. it was season one, even right. though it's an entirely different director. I yeah. guess that, that uh, Zoe Kravitz's character, she uh, did something, huh? She's having a hard time. She's haunted. Hard time. She's haunted. haunted by it. Yeah. Oh, here's another shot of her walking on. Well, she had a good bit last night. Did you guys no, watch last, last night? Last night was great. Yeah. I liked it. She did I, 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 just, I can nitpick the hell out of that show. Yeah. But when it was nine o'clock last night and Oliver was finally asleep, like at nine forty, it's like here we go. <laughs> I we also can, we can watch it. Line like, up. Like I, I, I'm very that in Handmaids. I'm very excited to watch them. Yeah. I also felt like the way that I know the next one's the last episode, but the way the this week's episode ended, I said out loud, "Here we go." Yeah, like, that I'm ready to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited. You're gonna about. get like a whole bunch of time of of Nicole Kidman um, interrogating yeah. Meryl Streep, and that's yeah. sign me up yeah. in a, in, a, in a David E. Kelly courtroom situation. It's, How yeah. will Laura Dern yell out in the middle of that? Oh, can't wait. <laughs> Laura can't Dern wait. is essentially comic relief on the show i know that's not how, that's not how they intend it but it's it you can't not see it as funny because first of all oh and we need to correct ourselves because of oh, Jeff- we gotta correct ourselves on a couple of things jeffrey nordling is the actor that we were talking about yes. a couple weeks ago darren not jeffrey tupper nordling. not james tupper who plays zoe kravitz's husband but oh. jeffrey nordling is he plays the, gordon do the do the thing with the with the bow bands yeah, this guy <laughs> Every show, this guy's on. Was on Nashville. He was on guy. Nashville, and he's on Big Little Lies. There's a lot of that. Did I show you guys a picture of that guy, and you all agreed he was the guy? No, you never you showed did us not a picture. Do that. Are you? Sh- I think no. I sh- although your text was great. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't know the bearded guy that from the show. I don't. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> you defended yourself very nicely. Yeah. That said, you, you made Matt and I look the fool because we were. Well, we're, keep up on what we do, Garen. Yeah. Put down the horror films and watch what we watch, so you can do your job. How about that? How do you not see Crawl? Your whole fucking bag is yeah, that's a horror crazy. Not I, I just didn't, I didn't. You got to see it, Karen. It's great. I'm, you went and went saw the Kamel movie you, instead. You that's went to not, two concerts. Though. I was supporting a friend of the show. Strong phrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, he's he's an Uber driver, and his name is Stu. Wait, what? What? <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, didn't you, I thought it was a buddy cop film or did something. You, you, did you legit not know that was like the premise? I thought his last name was Stuber. Like, no, I, I thought nope. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's fun. It's a fun. It's 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 definitely not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. I'm sure I'll see it at some point. Although I'm not a huge fan of Dave Batista. I know you love him. I do love him. I know you do. I do love him. I can't. I can't figure out if he's funny or not. <laughs> right. But I'll he... answer. I'll answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what's funny. His everything he does in Guardians is yeah, is great. 100%. Like, he's so funny in that. If he were just if doing him. that character in this movie, it yeah. would probably be amazing. Yeah. I think he's he's a little charming. I guess. I like the villain a lot, and I was kind of mad that he didn't get a lot of screen time. That yeah. actor. That was my one complaint. Garen, tell me if you had the same experience. I the, my, my, the thing I was really hung up on in Stuber is that I thought all the action beats were pretty bad. Like I thought, like I thought, like a lot of the comedy stuff worked for me. Mm-hmm. I I thought the, the like it was like it wasn't staged very well because like the guy that plays the villain is a big like Hong Kong action star, right? Yeah, he's I don't know if he's from Hong Kong, but yeah, he was in the Raid. Did you see the Raid? Yeah. 
which one of the greatest action films of all time great okay great as is the ray two as is yeah and great. he's great Ico, Ico, something something or other hey what's this movie coming out the hunt that looks good what are we talking about the hunt it's from the uh, guys that did the purge and uh something else yeah, somebody told me about that because oh, I was watching the most dangerous game yesterday. It's similar. To, it, it sounds like it might be similar to that or the uh, the other one that we like, the uh, surviving the game. Is that what it's called? Where they ice tea with ice tea surviving the game? Yeah. Oh yeah, it seems like it might be one of those. Oh, why did you point to me on that one? I thought, I thought you said you liked that movie because you love ice tea. I love ice tea. I've never seen that movie. Is is the hunt the one with the with the wedding with the the bride no, ready or not which i so cannot another, wait for and that's another one where it's like you're hunting people or whatever right yeah, yeah. i guess where that's our new uh, they're like a board game family and like she gets married into it and they play like a, i guess it's hide and seek and she has to survive oh the and night it's, it's margot robbie her. yeah no 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 is it it's a blind i'm girl. asking you no it's not margot <laughs> robbie no no you said it as a sentence as a statement, I think, you went, I think I asked. Oh, it. it's Margot Robbie. It's Margot Robbie. Yeah, I know. No, no. no. We have to run the tape back. No, Play it back. <laughs> we don't need to. I can confirm <laughs> yeah. you made a statement. Yeah. yeah. Some right. Samara weaving. I think it's. What it is. Oh yeah, it might be Samara weaving. All right. Total weaving. <laughs> Total weaving move. Such a weaving move. Um, all right, let's check in with Elliot Hopper. Nordlinks. <laughs> Nordlinks. Oh, I also need to. Um, I, I completely misspoke on the last episode where I said she uh, she calls herself Kamala. And it's obvious that I, and I don't know why I said that. I mean, I literally heard it wrong in my head. Mm. It's Kamala. Yeah. And I, Cam. I, I said Cam. Cam and then even said, no, I've heard her say it. And I still heard her say it. And then I repeated it incorrectly. Right, well. So uh, save your tweets, ass fucks. <laughs> wow. Did the, did the Harris campaign reach out to you? Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like a fool that I made a big deal really after that's the one thing that bothered me. yeah what a, all the other failures you've done in this you want to go that, back to rudistan 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 rudistan's better damn it hey, no, you know what i'm i'm coming around on rudistan yeah you know what yeah actually the way matt just said it it sounded funny <laughs> the way i mangled it is what the problem i knew i guess it was one of those not comfortable with this not comfortable gonna say it anyway <laughs> not gonna commit to it and then right yeah. shits the bed History is going to shine down on Rude Kakistan. Thank you for saying that. What if if we found out it's a real country? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And they're the nicest people on Earth. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Nordling just became Uh, Taliban. uh, I think that's why he does them, right? Isn't that the... But he does that all the time. He can do the whip down. He'll be sitting there reading it and he'll go, what? (laughs) I love it. It's it's just great (laughs) acting choice, but he does it for every character. And rightfully so. He's got the move. (laughs) It's like my Ronnie Cox thing. It's a good signature. Not Ronnie Cox. uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox, yeah. You going to try the Uber driver I had, remember? Oh, yeah. What was his? His Under the nostril. Under Under the nostril. What? Yeah. How is that comfortable? Uh, The entire drive. How's it helpful? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like the taste of his own glasses. I guess. Weird. Or yeah. smell. Yeah, the scent, huh? Hmm. Uh, how was your weekend, Elliot? Uh, I, I had a fine weekend. I did. I worked on stuff mostly. Um, I had to deal with GarageBand a lot this weekend, and I've decided I do not uh, like it. Oh, yeah. Were you trying to edit in GarageBand? Yes. Oh, my God. It's the worst. It is the worst. You can't I didn't edit in it. No. Oh, you can. I mean, it's it, it tries brutal. It tries to fight you. If you move things around, yeah. this is tech bullshit, but... If you try to move things around, it'll subtly shift stuff. Yeah. Like a couple a couple of moments That's which awful. it would drive you nuts, Jimmy, because I know you can you can like you can see when uh, you're very good at seeing when audio is out of sync with the frames of video. Like 
to to hear the little tiny. Is that something I'm known for? I know everyone you for says it. it. That's your signature thing. <laughs> people, the industry is talking about it. It's going to be time. on your tombstone. All right. So <laughs> let me. Hey, Barry, I appreciate you bringing me into the conversation, but I don't. I don't know that I'm. Let me establish because I know listener. you don't care for. <laughs> this. I think what, what he's actually saying is you. You're the one who complains when the video is out of sync. When you send I, I, sync. I, here I, lies Jimmy Pardo stickler for sync sound. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I'm going to five milliseconds <laughs> driving me insane. You take two frames off that. Just shave two frames. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to delete the word complains. Jimmy notices and says, "Hey, is that a little bit of out of sync?" I will agree with that. And and you are very good at at, at noticing almost exactly how much out of sync it One is. One of the very few talents I have. <laughs> and I'm happy to have it. And so I'm sitting here editing in in GarageBand, and I infuriatingly find that two tracks that sh- that were perfectly in sync because they were recorded in sync suddenly are just a little bit off from each other and I hear it and then I look and I go how did that happen I just all I did was move it and I thought I was making a mistake yeah and then I definitely saw that I wasn't mm-hmm. so but I finished a thing which I will talk to you about Matt later oh. um, but uh, a little, uh, little preview for you yeah but um, you're going to be held hostage. <laughs> I have to leave early today. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you could just talk to Jimmy about it instead. No, he specifically said Matt. He nah, said I, I, I got to go. You Actually, I, I should leave now. <laughs> just well, no, we got to do chart flashback. You're the guy that's going to play. Those yeah, songs. you got to run that. Um, I'll do it for my car. All right, heads you leave, tails you stay. Which is one of his heads? I haven't decided. Oh, and okay. And, oh, it's on the edge. Oh, you stay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, the other I, thing I is, that was heads, by the way, in case you were curious. Okay. Are you Two Face now? Is that is that your new bit? <laughs> yes, your new bit. <laughs> I have this my cha- my podcast on uh, nineteen uh, challenge going with me at all times, and then that's how I make all my decisions. You got to scratch I, one side of that though. Should I buy these shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over two. You almost had it. You're I'm so close. Here's the thing. You refuse to watch it. <laughs> that's the problem. You, oh, you want to. You want the. The thrill of catching it blind. I do. All right, are you are you auditioning for a blind role again? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> Use your. You have to take the earbuds out so you can hear it live okay. in your in the in the you world. Think that's a, you think, yeah, that's I think definitely if you, if the you hear it. Wait. Oh man, <laughs> it's bouncing. That's that was problem. almost. That was very nearly the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Wait, what? Yeah. Whoa! Ah, nailed it. Well, Suck it. Because you looked that time. Now <laughs> yeah. let's go around the room and see if anyone can actually. Oh, flip God, it. This is a heavy coin without Ready. looking. Hold on, hold on. All right, go ahead. Where am I going? I look? think that mic's in your way. I, I know. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna. It's gonna hey, make go contact. Go, go, go that way with it. Too. Well, I, I want it to be on camera too. I've got you. Yeah. Wherever you, you are, you, you got you. Direct profile. I need it to be in my peripheral. Don't call the director. That's not hey. the peripheral. That's right in front of you. No, you, it was. It do, was do, do, do it over here. Okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the second you go to the side, it's a disaster. Oh, so you want you want like this? Okay. Yeah. See, there's no way to not look dumb. By the way, doing that. One more time. <laughs> Why right. is this as funny as it is? It's ridiculous. For the listener, in case it I isn't clear, it. we're trying to flip a coin and catch it without, without looking. looking. Without looking. We're just looking away. Oh, okay, yeah. hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Here's can we, do we have all this? Yes. Okay. Yep, I'm on you. Can you do it with the. Oh, are you, you're right handed. I'm so right handed. Kind of let's move the mics. I move the mic. There right. we go. Cool. Zappa Jimmy. <laughs> 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 this is the dumbest thing. funny. Here, throw it over. All right. Literally every time. Garrett, you're up. All right, hold oh, on. Jesus. Wow. Watch your nose. We're wow. about to break it. About the Jan Brady. That does have some real shot. weight. It, it, it's it's weight. a really cool coin, by the by. It yeah. Oh, it is a great coin. Yeah, everyone got theirs over the weekend, hopefully, or if you're I living in a... I I can... If you... <laughs> wow. That might have been... That, that was, was the, the best worst, one. That was the worst flip ever. Like, <laughs> like you're throwing salt over your shoulder. 
No, no, you don't, can't do don't try to do it like that. For some right, reason, that one was sad. I don't know why that made that the last one. Because he failed to flip it. That's why it was sad. You couldn't even get Elliot another nice, nice button-up shirt. This new trend is great, Elliot. You look great. It really is. You look like a whole different person. Oh man, again, so close to being fucking awesome. I know. You thought you had it. There's no way to do it. It's hard to do. I'm gonna try one more time, and then we'll be done. All right. Hey! hey! Wow. Shit. All right. I'm going to call it right that now. That was so satisfying. This could be a new internet meme. Like this, this. Oh, this Darren, you're going to hurt yourself. Bottle cap? Dear I, God. I kind of caught it. The flip game? You also almost killed yourself. <laughs> All right. Can I have my coin back, please? Yeah, it's like the, this could be the new bottle cap challenge. Whoa. How did that become so <laughs> <laughs> It's a heavy coin. Oh, man. This coin is going to break a finger. Now, yeah, it's it's that's part of the problem, I think. By the way, I don't understand the bottle cap challenge. I've seen a few versions. Yeah, I don't of it, get it either. Is the premise that you can s somehow someone could possibly kick the lid, off, the the cap off of a bottle? I think so. The, how how? The only one that I, the only one that I've actually been shown by my wife is the one that Mariah Carey did, where she like sings the cap off a bottle. But I think that's a riff on the bottle yeah, cap challenge yeah. and so I, everything i've seen is a riff on it yeah, yeah jathan statham jason statham. You doing? <laughs> that's the first one right yeah he just did a little spin kick and just picks the thing right off kicks it it's kind of cool and then everybody else uh, tried to do it but it wasn't on all the way no it's got to be it's got to be loose it's got to be just right? sitting on top right uh, the, but the bottle didn't spin. the bottle didn't move no. the bottle doesn't move uh, I guess I have what to go watch bottle? that. What was the bottle? Was it a bottle of beer or something? What was it? It was a water bottle? No, like a, like a water bottle or a you know, 20 so, ounce. I don't know. He had, he had like 98 more of them on the hey, wall. Hey, 98 uh, bottles of beer on the boy. wall. Yeah, da, 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 da. You take one down, you pass it around. 97 bottles of beer on the wall. 97 bottles of beer on the wall. 97 bottles of beer. You take one down, you pass it around. 96 bottles of beer on the wall. God damn you. You're making me laugh at this fucking pit. 96 bottles of beer. Son of a bitch. 95 bottles of beer on the wall. 95. It made me laugh You're, thinking about the fact that we would actually do I it all. I wish we could. <laughs> how long, how long do you think it would actually take? If I to our guest, I would have done it. At, at 98, I have never hated two guys more. <laughs> and you got to 96, and boy, did I love it. Yeah. I was in. What that, is wrong with me as a human? never not funny. That is Jesus never not funny Christ. in a nutshell, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I hate those guys. You know what? I don't like them. No, I like it. Heard I mean, I'm in hour three. What they, am I going to do? They wore me down. Oh, 17 bottles. <laughs> God damn it. Again, if it was not, if, it, if that would have happened. In a player's club? At 11.05. Yeah. Or just in a player's club. I don't care when it was in a player's club. Yeah. I would have done. I would have committed Great. to it. God, we could have just faded out and then faded back in at one. And like, oh, they must just edit out all of it. And everyone no, it. I would. I wouldn't. I don't edit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Well, how. you're in Garage Band. Yeah, yeah garage exactly. I can't do it. You don't can't stand that sink. Uh -huh. I can't stand that sink. My braces are. And, uh, and it's, it's hard to do the bounce too. Not not braces. Did I'm you, saying abysmal. Yeah. Did you take? Did you talk about that on the regular show last no, week? No, I never did. I talked okay, about it. So on, uh, explain to the, the people. I've I've got a vis Invisalign. Yeah. And uh, still uh, trying to wrap my. Uh, my mouth around uh, speaking with them in, and mm -hmm. uh, nine times out of ten, it's uh, it's fine. But then mm -hmm. there's a couple of words from the time to time that uh, trip me up, and uh, the pain is subsiding. Oh, that's good. And uh, that I, I put a new pair in tomorrow, and then that'll be three the, more days of me wanting to punch a wall. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, I don't even notice them, and then I'll want to punch a wall. That'll happen every week right. for uh, what's nine months? Nine times four, thirty-six weeks. Yeah, cool. Thirty-six weeks. <laughs> and you're doing this why? My bottom teeth are uh, bunching up. Yeah, bunching up. Okay, clustering. 
Mm. Maybe the dental term or what I wanted to say. <laughs> it could just be a fun descriptor. Um, I don't know anything about dentistry, so you could just lie to me. That's fair. How often do you go? You're supposed to go twice a year. Twice a year, yeah. You do it. Yeah, you got to. I mean, you get insurance over there at that Sirius XM? They cover you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm covered. All right. Yeah. I'm, wor- I'm worried about That's you. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, you go twice a year. You get them right there. You get them really clean, polished, yeah. well shot. I can't wait to play this game. Are we going to play this game? You want to do it now, Kyle? You ready? Yeah, we can do it now. Should we take a we'll break do and do like. it? Uh, you want to take another break right now? I think we should take All a right, break. Let's take another break. Yeah. Then we'll come back. We'll play some chart flashback. Kyle Anderson here. Kyle, of course, is available on Entertainment Now. Yes. The do- Explain what it is so that, because... Uh, so I was on Entertainment Weekly Radio, which is no longer a channel on Sirius XM. <laughs> which I have said on this show and on your show, I'm bummed about because... You are not alone, Jimmy Pardo. I like talk radio, and I uh, sometimes the, the hosts on volume are not for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I am tired of hearing about politics. And I used to love being able to come over to Entertainment Weekly Radio. And tr- quite frankly, that's where I would get my pop culture news. Yeah. Because I, uh, uh, I'm i not a 14-year-old girl getting 16 magazines. So I don't know what's happening. You're not a 14-year-old girl in 1984. That's right. <laughs> so I don't, By the I, way, she should wait two years to buy that magazine. <laughs> no, no, you get it early. You sneak it. Mm. Like, like I would do it with my father's playboy. I don't approve. I never did that. <laughs> um... So I, I'm bummed. Not only did I, do I miss going on the air with you, yeah. but I miss the network in general. Yeah. So go right ahead. That's, yeah, so, uh, now that so, I somehow made this about me, no, you explain. <laughs> no longer a channel, which if you've forgotten, makes Jimmy sad. So <laughs> that's the headline here. Right. Uh, but we still, are we still doing uh, you know, pop culture related stuff. Sirius XM is trying to get people to listen outside of their cars. And so uh, we're launching this whole new thing called Entertainment Now. That is all on demand, and uh, you can. And and the, the also they just announced last week. It used to be an extra charge to get on demand to get in use of the app. No more. And now, if you subscribe, you've got the app. If you subscribe anywhere, anywhere. Oh, if that's you've got good it news. in your car. I thought I heard a DJ say that, and I was like, I think I must have misunderstood that because I remember when I first got SiriusXM, I was bummed that I couldn't use the app. Yeah. Because I wanted that ability. Okay. So but now you yeah, to listen to POTUS, by the way. Uh, you would know that because it's every goddamn commercial. Well, and okay. we really because like I, I'm still getting tweets from people who are like, well, I, I subscribe to Sirius, but I don't, I don't have on demand. I'm like, now you do. Yeah. And so, uh, and so, uh, yeah. So you can uh, fire up your app. You can search for my name you can search for entertainment now you can search for any of the i'm still doing superhero insider which was a show that we used to do on the channel we're doing recaps of handmaid's tale and big little lies which that'll be big little lies be wrapped up next week and uh, we're doing uh, a show called in theaters now uh, where me and um uh, leah greenblatt the film critic from entertainment weekly oh, I enjoy when she's on with you go through I, I i love talking to her about movies i'm glad that we're still doing that that's uh that's every friday for uh new movies and uh, yeah we got a bunch of stuff Coming up, we've got a couple of. Uh, we, I'm, I'm going to record the uh, Emmys nomination special tomorrow, so that'll be out by the time people hear this. And uh, yeah, it's so just uh, it's on your app. You can it's, it all operates like podcasts. You can uh, download them locally if you you know want to take yeah. yourself offline if you're worried about bandwidth or whatever else. That's the key thing that I was about to say because the old app you would you would be streaming if all you were the listening time to it, and so your data if you don't have unlimited data that would be brutal for you. Yes, but this you just download the stuff you want to hear at home on Wi-Fi or wherever at work, and then you can listen to it on the go. Take it with you. It's great. Yeah, and you, you can it. program it to you can program it to auto download whenever we post a new show. Sweet. Like it's it's, oh. it's it's really. It's, it's nice. And also, too, the app has, I don't know, I sound like a shill for SiriusXM, but I actually like this. The app has a whole bunch of other music options that aren't available on right. your that, car radio. That was one of the reasons, because there there are, I was talking about it on this show, how 
I said, uh, I think something to the effect of they have 80s on 8 and 90s on 9, but I think there should be a station that's basically 87 to 93. <laughs> and someone... <laughs> the Belknap station? <laughs> someone emailed me. They're like, they kind of do have that, but it's it's only in the app. It's not yeah. uh, it's not on the broadcast dial or whatever, or the satellite cast dial. So, uh, but I could never do it because my data wouldn't really let me get into that. Even now if you I, can do it. Even I, and, and also, back then, you would have had to pay separate for right. the app. Yeah, so, so now it's it's on top of your subscription. Sweet. And then also, the stuff is all connected to... Because I now, primarily in my house, listen to SiriusXM through my... Um, uh, uh, my Alexa. Yeah. Because you can ask Alexa to play something on. You can ask Alexa to play me on cool. Sirius XM and it'll throw you something random. Okay. But it'll, it'll, you oh, can hear my great. voice. This I dare amazing. you. Uh, and, and what's the audience response uh, generally to your voice? Uh, how do they uh, feel about that? <laughs> it's mixed. <laughs> Call it mixed. Uh-huh. There are there are certain people who I often retweet uh, yes. who are who do not care for me. Although that's all exclusive to Alt Nation. I still also DJ on Alt Nation on the weekends. And, and for some reason... There are there are people who will you know who listen to me for two hours live every day and who are fine with it. But there are people who will listen to me for thirty seconds in between songs <laughs> who are like, "Fuck this guy, can't take it anymore." Can't take it. I, I laugh every time. Get you're me more mansion people. air. Is that a, a, a DJ on there? That's a, no, no, no. That's a that's a band we play on. Uh, oh, that's not, all nation. nation. Okay, I don't know my my radio. I I, I got everything with Sirius XM except that channel. <laughs> uh, you requested that. Request, yeah, I said, guys, leave it off. Listen to that if we can save me a couple of bucks. Uh, that'd be cool. Save me nine cents. Uh, all right, well, listen to Kyle in, uh, on that platform. That's yep. where you get to, uh, if you have not done so already, that uh, hear these recaps and they go into depth about these shows and stuff, which I, again, used to like listening to on the entertainment, but uh, now I will do it uh, this way. Yeah. That's how I'm going to do it. Uh, all right, we'll take a break when we come back. We'll take a break when we come back. Chart flashback. Yeah. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Kyle Anderson's on Twitter at Kyle AEW. He is also on Entertainment Now on the Sirius XM app. You can download his show uh, when you're home and then listen to it whenever or wherever you want. And if you are a Sirius XM subscriber of any type, like you have it in your car maybe, uh, you can now do that for free in the app. So it's no longer an extra subscription fee to use their app so that's exciting news uh, go check out entertainment now on the uh, sirius xm app also check out jimmy pardo at rooster Teeth feathers in sunnyvale california he's going to be doing stand-up there august 15th through the 17th and then uh, never not funny is going to denver colorado for a matinee show august 25th that is the bug theater in denver matinee show is 3 p.m uh, that's how we do it and i uh, hope you can make it there uh, but more uh, immediately on the 13th of August, we are actually going to be in Los Angeles. We're going to be at, at Studio City's Vitello's on Tahunga. We're doing a show there at 8 p.m. on the 13th. Doors open at 6.30. Please come check it out. Really good food there and a really nice club upstairs. Um, we're very excited to do a show up there. And, uh, we, you know, we wanted you to come out and show your support. Yeah, I don't think we've done a local L.A. show in a while other than Parkastathon, which is kind of a different beast. So uh, hopefully L.A. comes out and sees us there. All our tickets can be found at NeverNotFunny.com. Just click the tour link. For Jimmy stuff, go to JimmyParto.com, click his tour link, and enjoy. Hey, man. What's up, brother? Everybody needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. That's true. But before you go drop hundreds of thousands of dollars on a pair, you need... How much? <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on earbuds? Wait, is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it. I did say That's that. That's why I asked you to repeat it. And I repeated it. Verbatim. This, by the way, let me point out what this says. Before you drop hundreds of dollars, yeah. my brain added of thousands of hundreds dollars. Hundreds of thousands. Not just... 
reading it, but when you asked me, my answer was still the same. A lot of you guys don't know this, but Jimmy is obviously very wealthy. You do know that part. What you don't know is that he only uses Bugatti earbuds. (laughs) I don't know what Bugatti is because I don't really have a lot of money. It's a very expensive car. Uh, Well, listen, they make a, a great sounding set of earbuds. And, uh, you know, listen, you're sitting around, you got an extra $150,000 laying around. <laughs> some good some <laughs> um, hundred, don't go spend hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars on a pair. Yeah. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon. Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any premium wireless earbud on the market, and they sound just as amazing. I've heard about these. Yeah. It's uh, there seems like they're sweeping the nation. I don't know what, what makes me feel that way, but. Uh, you know, there's there's like the big dogs in the game that I won't, I guess I won't mention. I don't know if we're supposed to or not. But I don't think I'm are. just not going to do it. Uh, but then, you know, I, I like when a company comes in and says, you know, we could do these. Uh, we don't have to charge 200 bucks for 150 bucks. We can do this for or or even one hundred thousand dollars. Right. We could do it for under 100 K per. Well, Raycon figured it out. Uh, it was co-founded, co-founded by Ray J. Hey, Ray J. Celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, J.R. Smith. They are already obsessed. Yeah. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. If you could only pick two of those celebrities to have dinner with, let's just like party of three. Who, which two of those do you want to sit down and have dinner with? Me? Yeah. Melissa Etheridge and Brandy. Because really? I don't know who J.R. Smith is. <laughs> well, he's a basketball player. Um, and I, I, I don't have much to say to Snoop Dogg. Okay. Uh, maybe Cardi B. Cardi B? No. Yeah. You know what? I like her political views. Yeah. So you know what? I'm going to be fun. I'm going to change it. Cardi B and Melissa. Yeah, I think that's a good. You too. It's a good call. Uh, No, I I would. I would have to take the opportunity to sit down with Snoop. I think that would be fun. Uh, But I agree with you about Cardi B. Um, But then I feel like I feel like then they're just they're just going to talk shop, which I might like to sit in and listen to. But uh, but I want to be involved. So the two people who don't know each other, who have nothing in common would Mm -hmm. be fun. So maybe Melissa Etheridge, too. Okay. Well, we've solved that. <laughs> and you listen, I've already got $150,000 burning a hole in my pocket, so I might as well... Uh, well, I'm sure there's some charity auction you could bid on to have dinner with those people. I'm so sure. Do that. Use that money for that. Uh, Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds are so comfortable and easy to take anywhere. I already told you that. Unlike other wireless options, uh, the Raycons are both stylish and discreet. No dangling wires or stems. Okay. They don't just look great, buddy. Ready? <laughs> they sound great too. I would expect. Raycon offers wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors at an unbeatable price. Now, here's the deal, buddy. And I don't know why I'm just not calling you buddy 3,000 times today. It's very uncomfortable. Uh, go to buyraycon.com. That is B U Y R A Y C O N.com slash Pardo, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Oh, nice. That is buyraycon.com slash Pardo. You're going to get 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. I agree. That is buyraycon.com slash Pardo. Raycon! A better way to listen. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2423. Kyle Anderson is here. He's taking time away from uh, streaming over there on the... Uh, or downloading. You can, it's downloadable from Entertainment Now, <laughs> Sirius XM. Uh, friend of the show, Kyle Anderson. Used to be over at Entertainment Weekly Magazine. Yes. Then Radio. Yep. And then now uh, uh, On Demand. On Demand. Right? So you listen whenever you want. You want to listen mm-hmm. to Kyle Anderson at 3 in the morning, you can't sleep? Okay. Download it. Good way to go to sleep. Oh, mm. absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> I saw some comments on the internet that said, uh, no, it'll it'll grow. Oh, wait, oh, wait, hold on. Someone's at the door. Oh, okay. This is, Here we go. Now, this could be filmmaker Peter Pardini. He's going to be stopping by today to uh, quickly talk about his new film. Yeah. Uh, we got Peter Pardini yeah. coming in today to uh, talk about his new film. He's a uh, documentarian. Yeah. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, he will Talk not be able you. to hear these song yeah, cues. Yeah, no. How how is he? Uh... Hello, Peter. Peter hey, Peter. Peter Hi, Peter. Peter. Here. He's uh, picked a hat that uh, supports nothing. <laughs> Very, uh, or the USC Trojans, but USC, uh, not but, licensed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? Is, is it, or is it a Fresno-related hat? I literally just went on to Amazon and got the least descript hat I could find. But, it, but I don't it, want questions, but it is which USC. is exactly the opposite of what's happening right now. Yeah. So. You blew it. Yeah, you blew it. On? Yeah, you're is on. this thing on? Yeah, yeah. we okay. can hear you. Good. Uh, you just don't have headphones. Now, uh, Peter, uh, Peter's got a brand new film out. And, uh, uh, is it out? Now, where do, where do they get it? It's called Fat. Mm-hmm. Where would they be able to watch this? Amazon, iTunes, Vimeo. Um, but it's on Blu-ray on Amazon right now. And it uh, comes out July 31st. Oh, okay. And, it's my uh, birthday. It's in pre-order. Happy birthday, oh. Matt. Yeah, that's a good yeah. birthday present. Well, there you go, yeah. What's comes out birthday? July 31st, but it's in pre-order right now. Cool. Uh, um, all right. Uh, again, the name is Fat. I watched it last night. Oh, cool. And uh, very much enjoyed it. Uh, I have one question for you that does not uh, spoil anything. Did that guy ever go out with Cher? Did he ever go on a date with Cher? No. He didn't. All right. No. I think they talked on the phone. Oh, they did. Supposedly. His version is. They His version. The- okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really, you were here to promote it when you were doing. Was it Indiegogo or Kickstarter? Indiegogo. Indiegogo. Which I was impressed by the amount of names at the end of that film. Uh, <laughs> that there was a, there's a gazillion people. Yeah, it was like three thousand three hundred or something. Wow. That's wow. He has a lot of he has a lot of followers, like in terms of just helping people over the years and having a podcast. Like you know, I think if you guys did an Indiegogo, you would probably have the same thing mm-hmm. so keep it in mind and well we do, they, they pay each week people subscribe so we, we kind of do yeah it's kind of the same thing go after for, for more <laughs> you think so yeah go for more uh, uh, quickly explain that again you explained it when you were making it but explain the film and uh, so that people know what they're getting into I very much enjoyed it I found it very interesting very uh, educational yet I will not change one single thing about my diet <laughs> but that's because I'm who I am and while it, it tells you every reason why you should mm-hmm. um, and you, one could go like he even says in the movie don't if it's a Saturday don't wait till Monday to do it do it now change your life now I, I 100% agree with all that and uh, yet I will not <laughs> I see it well I see it as a movie being about that just taking control of your life whatever that means just because the reason i became interested in it was it was basically all these things that i had thought were true about eating in a high fat diet being bad for you and and causing all these problems just isn't really based in uh straightforward science and what i thought was the most interesting was that all these things that we knew over the years were developed kind of just on a whim as you saw in the movie like they had 10 years of of research trying to find out what the best american diet would be and they couldn't find anything so they kind of just came out with something because it was a government program and they realized after about 10 years that they needed to say something and so pretty much our entire dietary guidelines come from faulty research because a government program decided that they needed to say something yeah and that's what drew me to the project and it it basically tracks the history of health myths in the united states and doesn't really i wouldn't say it fully like says or espouses for a ketogenic diet but it does show that it's one of the diets that's been kind of villainized or if that's a word villainized yeah if it's vilified 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 and not for reasons that are based on effectiveness because 
one of the biggest applications for it is people who have epilepsy and seizures. They find that it's like a 66% improve, improvement wow. rate for children with seizures. If they go on a ketogenic diet, one third are completely cured. Two thirds are almost completely cured. And for a third, it just doesn't work. But but, but why not try that? Yeah. I mean, uh, they, aren't try, they aren't trying it. And it's like something like one in 10,000 families with children that have childhood epilepsy even know that it's a treatment. Because doctors just aren't mm-hmm. saying it. They're going yeah. for the medical treatments, which they're supposed to do. But when that doesn't work, maybe put them on some bacon and eggs and see if that works. For Because two days later, this one guy, Jim Abrams, the yeah. creator of Airplane and Naked Gun, he's the richest, one of the richest guys in Hollywood then. And he was taking his kid everywhere trying to figure out a cure for you know, his child's epilepsy. And the doctors never recommended a ketogenic diet. And he just found it in a book in the UCLA library. Wow decided to just do it because they were going to do a lobotomy on his kid and two days later the seizures were gone so the question becomes why aren't these treatments being recommended and what needs to happen for that you know for people to know about it so what i found interesting is uh, you know with all that stuff oliver was going through uh earlier in the year that doctors were maybe a little more open to hey have you tried this with diet Mm -hmm. have you tried this uh but that one doctor in your movie which i found fascinating was like when when you or somebody else said why didn't you suggest a diet and he said well we hadn't ruled out all the medical things yet it's like well, why can't you try both? Like, if, if, right. if, you're, if you've got medication and other yeah. things, and hey, you know what else might help? This diet. Like, yeah. That, you know, why? It seems like that should come before medical, honestly, because what your diet is sort of is such a key component of what's happening inside your body. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, why can't those things happen concurrently? Too? That's what yeah. that was fa- what fascinated about that. And, and he was kind of, if I, maybe he's a nice man, but he seemed even a little arrogant and defensive about it. Yeah. Maybe he's defensive. Don't blame me. Wrong. I'm a doctor. Is is yeah. kind of what it came off like, and I get it. Like. This this movie doesn't say doctors are bad people. It's basically saying that there is a point in the movie where we ask doctors, every doctor who's in the film, we ask them how much medical or how much nutritional training did you get in college? And the consensus is next to zero. It's like a day, a couple hours or none. And it's because they rely on other people to help them with that because they have so many other things that they have to focus on being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my opinion is that I've lost 50 pounds doing this. I've told other people, just try it, just try it. And the people who've all tried it have lost a lot of weight, but the applications for it go beyond just weight loss. It's, it's actually saving people's lives. There's a story in the movie about someone with type one diabetes, which is incurable. You can't get rid of type one and they're controlling their child, their children's type one diabetes with a ketogenic diet. And I don't believe in conspiracy theories or anything, but I do think that there is a sort of self-sustaining thing to medicine where if you cut a child's medication down by 60%, they don't really want people to know that they don't have to use the insulin at that rate when you're cutting it from whatever dose is 70 a day or whatever the doses are to 16. Mm -hmm. It's going to have a market effect on the profitability of that industry. So I do think there's a self-sustaining nature to it where why would they want people to know that they can just go and buy some meat yeah right <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and get better so i don't know well it's interesting uh, the the I, I i enjoyed it very much last night and, and again found it very uh educational 
and uh, it's well worth watching. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. All right. Kyle, your thoughts? You're not changing a thing about your life, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I lose 50 pounds, I'll be nothing. I can't do that. Very true. I can't go on that. Well, I don't, I don't think everyone loses. If you're, no, if, I think you, if you <laughs> don't have it's 50 automatic. pounds I think you lose. immediately lose 50 pounds. <laughs> That's what, what the I've, movie tells you. What I've learned is you, you eat bacon and eggs and you lose 50 pounds. <laughs> right. That's how By it works. By the way, right? I was on your show, was I, was I not, for the Chicago documentary. Yeah, yeah you were on Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I recognized you. Yeah, that's kind of well, yeah. Welcome, I was like trying to figure out. Welcome back to my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sweet moment. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. And speaking of his show, Peter, what we're about to do is play a game called Chart Flashback, where we're going to listen to a top 10 uh, from a certain year in the 80s. I wonder. Oh, sorry. Didn't, go ahead. A uh, certain year from the 80s. Uh, we have to guess the song. And then when they all are played, guess the year of the of the top 10 songs from this week of a certain year in the 80s. So we're about to play that. Uh, but you were going to say... I was going to say, maybe Peter can sit next to Garen and Garen can flip one of his his right ear uh, can out so that so that Peter can hear. Oh, so you don't need to use the mic? Well, he's, he's not going to hear the song cues if, if he doesn't... Yeah, just like that. Is that, Is that the right way to do that, do you think? <laughs> uh, you might even like have that. to get a little closer. closer. As aggressive as possible? Uh, did you want to oh, put up a okay? bigger barrier no, for the two of you? You'll hear it. You'll hear it. There's a barrier. Do you want to do a sample of a, a different song? Sure. So that uh, we uh, know if uh, Peter can uh, hear me. Are we not putting that on the ground? <laughs> Why does it have to be there? That, that can't be comfortable for you. That is so you. illogical. <laughs> <laughs> worth very it. aggressive. It'll, worth it for the bit? Yeah, it was. Right. Plus the use of the word illogical. It's made me very happy. You can hear that? That's the Beastie I, I, Boys. I can hear some sort of high pass something. Okay, I don't know what high pass is. Oh, maybe I should pick a different song. <laughs> From the album Hello Nasty. Uh, this one. You really can't. This is great, Pod. <laughs> can you hear that? I can. I can hear something. I can hear some sort Seems of. Like has, you should, has Garen's headphones not maybe been Maybe I'll sit this one out <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, but I want you to participate. Should we turn his headphones up. Do you, something. What can we do? Hold on. Should we take a break? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Ellie, what do you got? Ellie has headphones, headphones on. I mean, we could hook up other headphones for him, but I just I thought that would be good enough to just hear I thought the it would gist be of it. So there's no volume control on these headphones. No, I, I can turn them up. Is this better? Cha 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 cha. Is that louder? That's louder. It, I don't, I don't it, think it could be a splitter because it's. But is it painful to you now that it's louder? That's what I was going to check and see. All right, let's just end this and play this song. Let's do this game. Going great so far. You can hear that? I can hear it. All right, good. All right, we're in. All right, so when you when you think you know it, you yell out your name. That's how we're doing. But this it. is okay. just between the two of you. Oh, well, I, just, I just made a big thing about getting <laughs> yeah. Peter involved. Well, I just thought, not, just so he knew what we were talking about. Well, he's got. A, if he's uh, he's in this now. If he's snuggling up like yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> he might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well play. All right, so okay. well, is it just you three? Then? No, you got everybody. Everybody's in now. Everybody. Your mic is not Turns even. Turns out on. everybody's in. My mic wasn't even on. Yeah, there you go. All right, there we go. Is that the problem? <laughs> <laughs> so Matt's the one who knows oh, no, all this stuff, right? Yeah. Matt knows it. So we're going 10 to 1, obviously. All right, so yeah. uh, uh, Kyle will, will explain it. Yeah, go ahead. And yeah, so and Matt, yes. you have pulled, and this is from the Billboard Hot 100? Yes. Hot 100 this week, unknown year in the decade of the 1980s. Oh, I don't even tell you the year? No, no, no. Oh, we okay. we got to guess the year at the end. We guess the year. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go 10 to 1. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see if we can name the artist and the song. And then uh, we're going to see if we can use that information to gauge exactly what year this is from. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. It's Chart Flashback. I should have brought the production. Da, da, da. I, I, I took it with me. I'm <laughs> oh, way out did. the door. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's a little theme song. Because I'll, you know, I'll use that. 
Now, can I can I inject like a like a little bit of commentary? Before I insist that you do. Okay, because this one, this first one, number ten. But no, uh, no clues. It's not a clue. I'm just saying this one should be guessed within a second. I okay. Would guess. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Go. I'm raising the stakes here. Th- 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 that might be aggressive, but. I think at least one person. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Harsh flashback. Jimmy is the one person. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Here we go. Jimmy. Yeah. Ain't nothing but a good time by Poison. Yep. Wow, nice. Wow. Okay. Title is nothing but a good time. Nothing I'm good sorry. Time. I don't know why it's stuttering when I started. I apologize. Uh, nothing but a good time by Poison. Yeah. Right. How is how is history looking at Poison? Not, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? It's not not strong, right? Well, young Oliver Griffin Pardo on your very show spoke about his uh, dislike of that song. <laughs> he doesn't care for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. every it's every eighties rock cliche, Dad. It is, yeah. and it's interesting because it's it was so unoriginal too. It was basically Motley Crue. I mean, oh yeah, even by the yeah. time Poison arrives, yeah. that's it's cliche. Yeah, like listen to this vocal. When I was listening back to this, I actually like this song. I do too. Is this from Open Up and Say Ah? Yeah. Okay. That is so Vince Neil. He's yeah. almost doing a Vince, doing Vince impression Neil. a little bit, yeah. though, which he did yeah. not do on the first album. And just, it's funny. Oh my he... God! Look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> That's the name of Poisons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got me. Uh, it's too good. I'm trying to figure out if I could. It's just interesting that, like, because there are wannabe bands from the 90s who I feel like people look much kinder on. Like, Stone Temple Pilots have a, a much better reputation now than they ever, than they did in 93. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Poison is like, no, they're definitely not considering... Because people will talk about now, like they'll talk about Motley Crue with the type of reverence that... That they don't deserve. <laughs> we talked about The Dirt, right, when it came to Netflix, I feel like, on, on my show. I don't know if we. I think we texted back and forth that we needed to, okay. and then never, <laughs> never did. actually did. And we, did we ever talk about it on this show? That's Matt? the question. I don't know that we ever did. did we oh, talk about that I think we meant what to. What a complete fucking drag that thing was. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Peter, did you see that? The Dirt, the Motley Crue movie. No, but I did see the trailer for it. Was it good? Uh, complete fucking drag raves me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I didn't care for. Well, it. it's hard to do those. I mean, it's it's a series, right? It's or no. Is it, Oh, it's, it's a just film. a movie. Yeah. It's just a film. How much money goes into those? Because it always looks like they skimp on the actors and the, this one, the sets and very everything much. but yes. the music. This one, uh, I think the budget was low. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, and, then, and it's a film that probably demands a bigger budget. Considering yes. that, like yeah. all of the, it was really, really noticeable in all the concert oh scenes. Oh my god, it was like where it's like, oh, six people <laughs> yeah. showed up to see Motley Crue at their peak. Well, at their and peak. It's already <laughs> so hit and miss with music biopics, where it's like, right. even if you have eighty million dollars, it's like you're you're treading on thin ice trying to recreate stuff that people love. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was on the heels of Bohemian Rhapsody too, which everybody loved. <laughs> Sorry, right. it's not stuttering now. It's working now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, it was on the heels of Bohemian Rhapsody, so like, right. which was you know revered by many people and looked great, and the acting was great. And then here comes this thing, which was very much a VH1 made-for-TV type movie yeah. Yeah. with a Netflix budget. So you thought it'd be a little bit better, and also uh, trying to be. Yeah, it was directed by one of the Jackass guys, I think, right? And so yeah. it had that element of like Gonzo. Oh, can you believe this crazy? He's eating this woman's pussy in the middle of a party. <laughs> like that's the opening scene. You're like, and hey, Nikki says that scene's in there, man. That was the, every new group was saying that like yeah well i better tell the truth nikki says that scene's in there man <laughs> yeah. okay great 
Yeah. I enjoyed it actually, even though it's trash. Like it was, it was enjoyable trash. I wanted me. it to be trashier though. Like yeah, it felt like, that. like I, you know, like I know it's part of his narrative. Like I don't give a fuck about Tommy Lee and his mom or whatever <laughs> shit. Like what was even going on there? Yeah. Like I, I just want. And then like the, when they did do like big famous scenes, like the like the Ozzy Osbourne stuff. Right. It felt really, really hokey. Oh, it did. It, yeah. That scene really felt hokey. The way where they're by the pool yes. and the, yeah, yes. it it's really a drag. and shoehorned in. It was like this isn't. Yeah, it's also so great. Like it's it's well, it's a, the famous story of it's a big story ends. from it Ryan. is but the way it's plays in the film it's like did we didn't need to see this and it's not it's like oddly not shocking enough to be no exactly or it's anything also else not shocking because we've been hearing that story for 30 years right yeah. so to just see it you know a a um reenactment of right. it was like okay yeah so yeah. there's a guy in an aussie wig right <laughs> sniffing fake ants yeah okay done cool we need to return to the hard r though in terms of that because they they're all rated and they kind of pretend to be edgy but then when it really comes down to it they kind of chicken out and don't well, this, do but this thing. movie doesn't chicken out. They got a guy eating a pussy <laughs> in the first scene. Close Where up. else do you see that? Close up and she squirts and it's, it's been... It <laughs> is, it is, it is it's there bananas. are bananas involved? I've changed my mind. I'm yeah. watching this first thing when I get you home. You might want to go to the PG. Boy, am I, am I deeply uncomfortable with you using the phrase she squirts? That, well, that's the whole scene and that's why it was so crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I'm uncomfortable with it too. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I did it too push back on the hard r argument <laughs> this this thing couldn't have been a harder r yeah and by that i mean relaxing what's a really good music biopic what's like well the buddy holly one with, with gary Busey's terrific oh i do like that one that one's terrific is I that think, called great balls of fire no that's jerry lee lewis oh. so it'd be a different guy altogether <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, what am i thinking of that's that's the quaid if that's you quaid when i'm a writer i think yeah, la bamba right. is flawless oh la bamba's a good great. movie that's right you yeah kind yeah. of count almost famous since it's semi-autobiographical about Cameron Crowe because that's still I think that's my favorite but it's all the like, all the music's fictionalized yeah which is kind of why it works in a weird way because it's it doesn't it doesn't do the problem with biopics about music is that you're con at least me my brain is always going is this accurate like does this sound right, <laughs> right. does that guy look look right enough yeah. and and so you, you get in your head about it whereas that one didn't have to deal with that which is nice but um I was gonna I had another one oh uh, Selena, people, I'm sorry for interrupting. You. No, no, I haven't seen that. Selena's one. it's really good. I was gonna say, um, uh, what's the Miner's daughter? No, although maybe that one too. Trying to help. Walk hard. What's the? Oh, one? that's good. It's good. Is that what it's called? Uh, walk hard's a parody. No, no, walk hard's the comedy. What's walk the, hard. It's uh, walk the line. Walk, walk the, the line, line is one of the things. Yeah, that yeah I remember liking it. I, maybe it's a little bit uh, by the numbers. What's straight out of Compton? Straight out of Compton. <laughs> Really well, it's got made. its moments. I liked it's, it. it's entertaining, but it's it's if, as a rap fan, I f it felt incomplete to me. Like it was uh, like there were big parts of the story that weren't in there, and it has a lot of those really hokey scenes where like it like the is, scene where Ice yeah. Cube is writing Friday is fucking ridiculous, yeah. And the scene where Snoop shows up and he hears yeah. the fucking um, uh, not but a G, not but a G thing, thing yeah. beat, and he's like, oh, that's a hot beat. And I'm like, yeah. come the fuck <laughs> on. Yeah, it was it was too full of that stuff. But then th that's what I mean. Like it's an awkward ending they just they just arbitrarily ended it at a point where it's like but then so much else happened after yeah. that like the entire part two baby i know but sequel straight into i have straight, one go back <laughs> love and mercy yeah the oh the brian oh, really wasn't there. That's that great. one was really great because it did it in a completely unorthodox yes. way yeah. and that's the best that cusack has been in decades 100 yes. yes yeah Yankee yep. Doodle Dandy. Just the scene where he's making pet or what, what's what's the pet sounds, pet sounds and yeah. they're all on tour and he's in the studio working on it and you see him trying to explain 
what he's hearing in his head to people who don't get it. Yeah. We're great yeah. musicians, but they don't get it until they play it. So Paul Dano, who's yeah. the yeah. young, yeah, 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 and he's great. They're both great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great movie. And uh, Elliot brings up Yankee Doodle Dandy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is a really good movie. But yes. I don't know if it if it qualifies for what we're asking about. I can tell you, it does not. But if George M. <laughs> Cohen, <laughs> it one hundred percent does. Yeah. Uh, all right, right, so right, right. we've got through one song. There are some good ones. All right, so we got uh, number ten. I got instantly as you predicted. Yes. Yes. Number nine will not be an instant. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm go. also. I'm still picking Jimmy to get this curveball. <laughs> Oh, oh, hold on. What's happening? Now we're having a different audio problem. God damn it. This fucking phone. I should have just played it off with something else. But All right. Uh, I know the artist, I think. Who do you think the artist is? It's Billy Joel, isn't it? No, it's not. Mm-mm. Is it Eric Carmen, Matt? Yep. Yeah, it's Eric Carmen. Uh, it's Hungry Eyes. No. No. It's no, it's not. It's Eric Carmen. I got that through that muddied version. <laughs> well, the, what's weird is it sounded fine until the vocal came in. Oh, no, I said turn it up. What is the name of this tune? Oh, I know this. Jennifer, so you know I was in. Yeah. You know I was in on this. <laughs> Monica, Jennifer's I dated. Did a lot of Jennifer's in my day, Pete. Oh, boy. Called the second one Jennifer 2. To this day, 100% sure she didn't care for that. <laughs> oh, here come. Turn the radio up. That's okay. Turn the radio up on oh, that sweet sound. Yeah. Hold me close, never let me go. Keep this feeling alive. Let me lose control. Help me lose control. Make me Make lose. me lose control. Yeah. The name Eric of the song. Carmen. Make me lose control by Eric. All right, Carmen. there we go. Eric Carmen's comeback. It's a good song. It is a good, good song. song. Eric Carmen's got a lot of good songs. Originally mm-hmm. with what band? What band was he originally with? Uh, Going in five. The Strokes. Four. <laughs> the Harmonics. The Harm- Two. Carmen Brothers. One. The Raspberries. The Raspberries. Mm. Nope. The Raspberries. Right. Raspberries. This one might be the most obscure. All right, here okay. we go. Number seven. And uh, sorry, eight. I will say that I did not know the name of this song or the name of this group. But, but you recognized but I it? recognized it. Right. But you, know, but you know it's a group. You're telling us it's a group. I, I'm giving you that hint. I apologize. It's amazing how often that happens. You're like, oh, I've never known who's done oh, this, this is, song. This or... is Breathe. Is it Breathe? Yep. The band is named Breathe. Yeah. It's Breathe. It's the band. <sighs> Garen's got a look on his face. Like someone just right. smeared dog shit on his lip. Because <laughs> what is Breathe? <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible I, name I, for I've band. heard the song. Let's give me something for getting the band that Yeah, quickly. that was great. I never would have gotten the band. No, let's take your credit away from you. It sounds like you guys are to <laughs> heaven and pray that we'll be back together someday. We'll be back together someday. Tonight I need your sweet caress. Hold me in the dark. This right, what, is terrible. That's the chorus. Not doesn't say the title. I don't know if the title is in the song. It's, right, what is it? it's called Hands to Heaven. Hands to Heaven. It, is, to it heaven. is in there somewhere. Yeah, we just kind of sang it a little bit. Uh, Did we? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where breathe from? Do you know, Jen? Oh. I want to say Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. No, I have no clue. <laughs> oh, they I have to be. They sound, they sound amazed at your confidence. I'm European saying, to me. I'm going to say England. Yeah. They have to be British. I mean, that's only that kind of <laughs> soft bullshit <laughs> can only come from the only played in the UK. They could be from I Norway from or something. They're from, I, and I think they're just two dudes, right? Is that breathe? I think is so. Breathe two dudes? Or am I thinking of a wax? Oh, no. There's, there's three Lillington. dudes on the outlook. Spike Spice oh, and Michael Delahunt. Here's the album cover. Let's be Wait. clear, none of them have a Wikipedia page, though. Yeah, of, <laughs> oh, yeah, none of, none of them moved on. <laughs> well, they did from fame. None of well, them of was the dead. George Michael of yeah. the group? No, nobody broke out. Spike's dead. Oh, did we lose no, Spike? No, no, no. Yeah, He's their drummer. We lost him in 2000. Oh, Jesus, guys. Wow. I'm only learning about it now? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But somebody, else, somebody bigger must have died the same day. I mean, that has to be why we didn't yeah. hear about Spike. <laughs> he's the Farrah Fawcett of... Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right, number seven. Moving on to number seven. All right, here we go. Oh, goodness. Depending, on, depending on where you grew up, you might know this instantly. Uh, night and day, I'll be sure. Bam! Wow. Oh, Elliot Hopewell. Nice. Impressive. Pulling out yeah, Albie. I sure. love that song too. Whoa! I think I know the year. By the way, that's uh, I want to get in okay. early. That I think that I was the one that you galvanized it for you. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I think so. Could be wrong. For so that to be for, for that to be number seven, it's yeah. I have an idea of what year it might be. Well, a range of years. I, I'm not good like you at that, but no, all right. I'll be sure still working. I can't answer that. Is it L like A L A L the letter B, B. and sure yeah. L don't B, forget sure. don't forget the exclamation point. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's, I'll be sure sure. <laughs> Just like wham. Yeah. You okay? And Tony Tony. Tony! It's <laughs> <laughs> a question mark in the oh, middle man. one? I, don't, I think the middle one, there's some other I think it's, I think it's a period after, demarcation. The, after the second tone. It's, isn't isn't or, it? There's also a... Well, it's also three different spellings, right? right. It's, it's an I, accent and it's a, Y-I and accent a U. Yeah. Yeah. Exclamation! They're all exclamation points. Oh, it's three exclamations. Uh, oh, wow. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> all spelled differently. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. If I had Where's no my pizza? came on uh, Fly, that's a great song. It's a great song. It's hmm? a fact what? about me. You're talking to anybody? <laughs> no, <laughs> clearly not, apparently. <laughs> I have no I'm just ignoring my Tony, Tony, Tony. Man. <laughs> Don't care for them. <laughs> Don't care for you bringing it up. <laughs> number five. Are we at five? Ten, I think nine, we're at eight, six. Seven, me. six. Yeah. Sorry, sick. I, I, this isn't numbered and it's driving me crazy. Someone fix this interface, please. Apple Music. Here we go. Number six. Roll with it by Steve Winwood. Yeah. Wow. I was about to say it and then I didn't. This is another instant name. Yeah, I got that. The little stutter. Hey, Pete, you don't know this about me. You know what I hate the most about traffic? What? Steve Winwood. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote his name as Stevie. What's that? Stevie Winwood? Steve Steve Winwood. Little Stevie little Winwood. Stevie Winwood. Sure, this is what wrote, they call I'm him. a man. Yeah, he wrote I'm a man. That Chicago had a big hit with. Mm-hmm. I'm a man, yes I am, and I can't help. Rainbow Sorry, Bridge. I, 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 had to, it I had to do it. I yes, Peter did a documentary on Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> no, for you. Yeah, you know, made my... Gave me the highlight of my career, yeah. and, I, and I'm Why pretending to be so down. dismissive. I did that, you know, the best phone call I've received in my life. <laughs> hey, you want to be a documentary about your favorite band? Yeah, I'm cool. No, in three years, I'm going to make fun of you about it. Just know that. <laughs> know that might happen one day. <laughs> hey, they're coming to town. You want backstage passes? Yeah, but know this on the show, I'm going to downplay all that. <laughs> that was stuff. five years ago, by the way. The movie? Is it that the long when you it? shot it? You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Five years ago already. Boy, what are you going to do to celebrate the anniversary, Jimmy? Well, probably, of you shooting that stuff. I'm probably going to go to the Greek and see the band. <laughs> Remind the guys. Hey, guys, remember when I uh, did that thing for you guys? No? <laughs> guys, fellas, Jimmy. 
Uh, go ahead. All right. I'm going to try a new method to make it not stutter at the beginning, which is I'm going to play the previous song. Oh, and then have and it then go just, into it. Just hit forward. Let's see if this works. Here comes number five. Uh, this one. Okay. Steve Winwood. Roll with it. Here we go. Oh, it went the other way. Motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, I'll not, be sure. I'll be sure. Was, <laughs> was so big he was on twice. <laughs> so That's why they couldn't sell enough of those. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to work. So I, now I'm, I have to rearrange these uh, to to do what I want it to do. Oh boy! So oh boy. just talk amongst yourselves. All right, here we go. Now, again, the name of the movie is Fat. You can get that. Uh, what are the platforms, Pete? iTunes, Amazon, and Vimeo. All right, and and give me the gentleman's name who uh, basically hosts the, uh, the Vinny Tortorich. Vinny Vinny Tortorich, former model. Hmm. Now a health guru has got a podcast with a lady. His name podcast is called With a Lady? Uh, Anna Vocino. Anna Vocino. Oh, all right. A couple of Italians talking about food. Hey, guys, you want to roll with it? All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm ready Please. to roll with it. Here we go, number five. Number five. Slow nope. start to this one, so it's not going to be a quick... Philip Glass. <laughs> Once again, I'll be sure. Janet Jackson? I, I want to see Garen. Oh, oh, it's uh, right here waiting. But it's it's our it's Richard our, Marks. It's our buddy uh, Richard Marks. Um, but not that. It's not. No. It's not that. Oh, hold on to the night. Let's hold on to the night by Richard Marks. Cor- almost correct. I was shocked by this as well. I, I my entire life thought this was hold on to the night. It's actually called hold on to the nights. On to the night. There's more, more than, than one night. More than night, one night. We're holding on to. Well, they're having a full summer. Uh, your uh, <laughs> oh, so Hold on to all of them. Oh, let's see if we can find that part. Spelled spelled with a K, right? It's a it's a medieval song. <laughs> yeah, because people love nights. They love nights. Yeah, historically, everybody loves when a night comes to town. <laughs> <laughs> it can only mean good things, right? <laughs> oh yeah. It doesn't mean that you're a, a, a crazy murderer. You're about to be sacked. Hold on <laughs> This is not good, right? I can't agree with you. All right. I, 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 I agree. Here's the thing. I agree with you, but I love it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. fair. That's how I feel. And again, I lo- I, I've always liked Richard Marks. But is that because it reminds you of a certain time in your life? Of course. I yeah. think, isn't that all music? Yeah. Isn't that, uh, it, totally. Yeah. You know, Tainted Love sucks, but God damn it, it brings me back to a great time. I think about... I. The years that I'm most fond of probably have some of the worst music, but I love all of it. It's like 99, 2000. Oh, yeah. But it's all shit. Oh, yeah. It's all is. shit. <laughs> but I know all the lyrics. That's the one era in my life where I remember all the lyrics yeah. to every song. And I can't remember lyrics anymore. Did you go to the Greek last night, Pete? Uh, no. There was that band there that you turned me on to. That, Wolfpack, they yeah. four-walled that place, I think. And they four-walled the Madison Square Garden and selling it out. Really? No advertisement besides their fans on Facebook. Wow, crazy! You know, do you know this band? What are we talking about? Wolfpack. I'm I'm unfamiliar. They're like this early '30s funk band that c- plays like old school type funk from the 1930s. <clears throat> no, they're 30. Years, <laughs> oh, okay. they're, they're like 30 years old, and uh, it's pretty incredible. Like they they have like two million followers on Facebook. They have they release an album every single year and they're just completely self-sustainable without any that's advertisement. Wild. That's cool. But yeah, they played the Greek last But I night. saw that they were at the Greek. I was like, I assume, A, I assumed you were there and B, I was like, how could they fill the Greek? Like, I, I knew of them from one conversation. Right. It's nuts. It's crazy. Well, good for them. Good yeah. for Wolfpack. <laughs> Wolfpack, V-U-L. Yeah, I did not get on board as uh, much as, uh, uh, as, as Peter was kind enough to uh, 
suggest Wolf them. Peck? Mm-hmm. Peck. Wolf Peck. All right, uh, number four. Oh, can, number I, can I ask four. one quick question number, about yeah. Richard Marks? Yeah. Uh, he's a good singer, right? Yeah. Why do they need so much reverb on his vocals then? I think it was production. In the those 80s, days. man. Yeah, that's the, that was just kind of... Yeah, we can't blame Richard. You couldn't not shame. do that, right? Right. It seems a shame, though, because he, he, he's one of the people who did, didn't need it. No, he did not. Yeah. He did an acoustic greatest hits album recently. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it was great. My like, favorite song of his is Hazard. Yeah, it's a great song. I love that song. He's good. Yeah. Again, for some reason, it became a punchline at some point, but uh, mm-hmm. undeservedly. It's probably the hair. The hair was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't any more ridiculous than any other hairstyle at that time. I think the problem was that it was all, it, not only was it a mullet, it was a lot happening up. Big, it was big, yeah. And I so suppose. I think... Uh, it also wasn't, uh, he, the music wasn't, it, it, was, it belied... It wasn't uh, mulleting. Yeah, if he, was, if he was in Bon Jovi, no one would have said it. They would have been right, like, yeah, it's right, another right, guy right. with hair like that. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, he's making soft rock uh, ballads. But they let Tico Torres get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. Nope. Mean. Go ahead. Number. Right. What are we at? Number four. Number four. Oh, that's oh, in excess. excess. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a new it. sensation. That's right. Yeah. I knew that was gonna be a quick one. <laughs> Love that band. You, you know the ear, Kyle. You think you got the ear? Now I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. You think you got it, Elliot? The ear? Mm, I mean, I ish, ish. Peter, Garen, anybody got the ear? I think I have the ear. All right. Number three, another instant guess. I predict. All right. Here we go. Uh, I gotta play this again. We didn't hear much of it. Again, that's in excess. Here we go. Three, two, one. That's Death Leopard. Armageddon me. No? No, this is Pour Some Sugar. I don't like these guys, so... I don't... I'll tell you about about Death Leopard. Uh, There's no better interview subject than Joe Elliott. Have you ever had the chance to interview him? I have, yeah. He's great. He's terrific. Yeah. And he's with it and 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 is up on current music mm-hmm. yet can talk about the i mean he's uh he gets it seems to remember a lot of his life yeah. which is rare for those guys <laughs> yeah he's, he's uh, i will listen to any interview with him yet i don't care about Def leopard at all now let me is it just because of this record yes because a lot of people that's where yes um because this is from uh hysteria, hysteria. right no no, is it's it, from the one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, no, it is hysteria. Yeah. I apologize. I get I get those confused because they all sound the same. <laughs> yeah, but I think I, I think Pyromania is a much Pyromania better is a great record. Okay, and I also like the uh, the album they made called Slang, which everybody hates. Oh, that was from like 2000, the right? The band. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was their attempt at fitting it with the grunge. Right. Movie. It's sort of like slightly heavier. It's not bad. Yeah. No, I like it. I'm with you on that. I like it more than uh, this uh, overproduced Mutt Lang bullshit. Yeah, that's the the and they they really committed to that too. Yeah. That was kind of the problem. Well, funny thing about that recording, as you guys might remember, uh, Def Leppard had some sort of uh, legal issue with the uh, the masters, so they re-recorded their entire catalog to oh, put wow. it out to put it out on digital. Just despite the people who owned it, that that always so bumps this me is out not the original so recording. This is like a 2012 <laughs> recording, oh, but they is. they recorded to sound as close to the original recording as they could possibly get, which is which it mostly succeeds at. But at the end, you can kind of hear the strain in the voice. I like know. It doesn't quite hit the. And I the realized highs. that that just happened to a, and I can't think of who the band is now. But it just happened to a band I really like that I realized like oh the stuff that I'm listening to on Apple Music is all of their re-recorded stuff mm-hmm. and everything's worse. Like it's such a, it's it's That's such a, a bummer. Bunch yeah. of bummer. Yeah. yeah. Number two. I wish I, I'll never. All comes down to money. <laughs> Number two. Might, 
this is this is other than that breathe song i think this is gonna be this is gonna be hard for people okay. really at number two at number two. at number two i think this is gonna be hard wow okay here we go first we have to hear a little more of this gem by the way as a 12 year old boy i wasn't 12 at the time whatever age i was i didn't want to give away <laughs> uh this is perfect adolescent boy music. Oh, yeah. Power chords, stupid sexual lyrics. You know where they should play this song? Strip clubs. <laughs> God, that's genius. Yeah. You should open a strip club just to do that. Hey, I'll go in on that. Okay, good. I've got an investor. I got some money burning a hole in my pocket. All right, here comes number two. All right, number two. Starts with a car. Mm. Is it Bruce Springsteen? It's not Tracy Chapman's fast car. Is this Paula? Nope. By the way, if you notice the lack of women in this top ten? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're there's, right. There's been zero. Do you want to ride? Here she is one. Here's one. <laughs> Do you want to ride? Oh. Uh, Mercedes oh, boy. Mercedes, Mercedes by boy. By Pebbles. Yes. Nice. Wow. I should, have, I should have let you have it. I'm That's sorry. That's all right. Ellie, you got it. That's a hell of a I'm poll. impressed that you guys both knew the artist name. Like, I, I knew the song. It's on MCA Records. Okay. There Do you go. Want I'm impressed with Elliot. I'm Mercedesburg. Well, it was, it, it, I, I couldn't get it until she said that first line, but then I... Then yeah. Kick, kick, yeah, kick. are you ready? Like, that kind of clues you in. Like, that's sort of the... The where the, the lyric goes. Yeah, yeah, do you want to ride? Yeah, you kind of know. Do you want to ride? Ride the ride. Yeah, I guess it's a... Um, foreshadowing of the chorus is yes. what I was trying to say. Was, was Pebbles a one-hit wonder? Yeah. No. And was this the hit? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> she, gave TLC, she gave us TLC. She gave us TLC? What, is it, what does that mean? She was like their manager or producer. Is that true? Oh, yeah. I, I did not know, know that. Good for her. Thank you. Look at that. Here's the chorus. Six years, Garen finally gave us some information. Because <laughs> just completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. You notice that's one thing he didn't Google. He didn't Google it. He said it, and then now he's going to go, oh, fuck. Yeah, I better check Is it Camel or Kamala? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tupper or Flang Lee? What's, what's his name? Jeffrey Nordling. 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 Jeffrey Nordling. Mm-hmm. All right, give us number one. There's only one left. Of what year now, would it be? Here's right. something we, we like. It's, it's kind of like, you think you know the year. Yeah. Do you think you have any idea what number one might be? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's okay. a good question. Considering th- these songs, let's go around. Uh, 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 what or like, you, or like, even even like the artists. What year do you think it is? I think it's eighty-seven. What year do you think it is? <sighs> I was gonna say ninety-one, eighty-eight. I'm with you, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Do I play the top hit or do uh, I? No, because now we're gonna try to figure out. Yeah, okay, you so, have. So now, I, see if I you actually can think pr- eighty-eight's probably right, even though I said ninety-one. Yeah, you're too late. I know. It's eighty-eight. There's no doubt in my mind. It's eighty-eight. No doubt, no doubt. So you have any kind of instinct of what, what, what month are we in? July? July of 88. What might have been number July one in July of 88? The week ending, to, to quote Chris Malamphy, the, the week ending it, it July is 88, are we 16th. Confirmed? Uh, no, I'm just saying it's the week ending July 16th. I'm not going to tell you what year it is. Middle of the mm. summer. If you can, if and you, which chart if, is this from? If you have one of those weird brains oh, that you know what year, like, like what day of the week it was in what year. I have a, two guesses. For what the number one is? Yeah. Okay. Artist. It's either Michael Jackson or it's Madonna. You're wrong. Bon Jovi. On both counts? You're bo- wrong on both counts. And Peter's it, wrong. Too. You're also wrong. So it's nothing from bad. Would have bet money it was something from bad. Not in 88. We're talking 87. <laughs> yeah, bad would have still been breaking singles in 88. Not number one, buddy. <laughs> why, is that, why is that a secret you told me? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want you to be unca- I don't want you to embar- be embarrassed. So I just. I appreciate that. Uh, is it Ricky? Is that too? Is that the wrong? Is that 
er, oh Ricky yourself is could that be oh that's well, that's, that's earlier Mickey. That, that's Mickey Mickey sorry in, I always get that wrong eighty two maybe eighty three is that uh, Matt is it is it a, a a a group or a solo artist it's a group it's a group, group. all right give us the genre is it is it R and B is it pop is it metal it's rock it's rock not metal nope. In, so wait, we don't know what year it is yet. In '88, you say '88, '87 or '88. It's still single days. But I think it, I, I do think it's '88. There's no doubt in my mind it's '88. This guy worked for MC Records. So what do you, who do you think's right? In this room? <laughs> <laughs> I think do, Kyle's right. Okay. Is it Huey Lewis? I'm gonna try three off. It's and, not and his Lewis. news in '88. Yeah, it's like you're going out of your way to get wrong. <laughs> wrong. What year did you say it was? I, th- I think it's '87. No, you're wrong. And Elliot's at ninety one, which, which no I was just wrong. We're, it's yeah. wrong. And uh, oh, by the way, the game was it, pick, it was a pick a, <laughs> pick a year the from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> listen, listen, fuckwad. He's going outside the box. You said that eighty nine wouldn't screw us up. He's going outside. The He's, box. But the whole premise was true. We did say it's from the eighties. Look, I've got a bunch of shit going on. Here. All right, don't do. Uh, you're fine. You look, you look great in your I'm, picture. I'm honored to be called fuckwad in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> um, all right, give us one more. Clue, so we could uh, see if we can guess the artist and, or and oh, or he song. said it's a it's a band, it's a band, band. band. rock band, eighties and a late eighties rock band. And now, Matt, were they? Is it a one or two hit wonder? Or are they a multiple huge band? hits? They are. They are uh, on the charts. I would say they're an underachieving band. They they are uh, they are legend status in some circles. This might be their only number one. I have a tiger. Is that no. the right year? I'm gonna eighty two. I'm gonna I'm gonna Damn, look I it up on uh, on Wikipedia to see if it's their <laughs> only number one. Up on eighty two. I know, right? Because I would, I would. Does it start with a J? Nope. No. I would bet money this is their only number one, but they have. Are you thinking Journey? Wait, is it the Jets? Nope. He said Rock Band. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but Rock in the in the eighties. Yeah, but it's Matt's definition. I, I of said Rock. rock oh, wait, R&D I just metal. thought of another song that was probably number one. Also. Oh, uh, so they've had two number ones, maybe. They they had hits. Don't get me wrong. Um, sounds like we're gonna get it wrong. Rock bands that aren't metal. <laughs> sounds that's, like that's we're the getting thing. them wrong. Well, I mean, Journey's not metal, but they're a rock band, right? Foreigner. I mean, these guys might have been considered hard at some point, uh, but they're they're just a rock band. Foreigner's an example. <laughs> not REO Speedwagon. No, not eighty-eight. No. Yeah, Too late, right? Late. Too late yeah. for REO. Yeah, yeah. Eighty-six would be the last time. Eighty-seven, maybe the last time they had a hit. How do I find? Okay, I'm just. It's not. The, unfortunately, Wikipedia is not helping, so I have to go to the Billboard website. Uh, do you want another hint? Yeah, a more of a giveaway hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they are. This band is from your hometown, Jimmy. From Chicago. Oh, it's Cheap Trick. Yes, and it's oh, wow. Uh, wow. The flame. It is the flame. Yeah. Wow. Let's hear it. They're from Rockford, by the way, not uh, from Oh, Chicago. I apologize, but they're known as a, a oh, Chicago enough. band. But uh, yeah, it's a Cheap Trick and the Flame, which I believe is. This the wrong had one. to be their only number one. I believe it is. I, I want and it's also was it number one. What's that? You don't I think Don't Be Cruel? No. No, Don't Be Cruel went to the top ten, but it did not. Because uh, none of that stuff was was that big at the time. Right. Like the like all the good Cheap Trick songs were. <laughs> I don't consider this a good Cheap Trick song. And they also <laughs> no, seem no like another does. band that had just an avid. Base yes, that consistently supported them, but never yeah. really broke through to that totally. status until this. Yeah, and then look out, Budokan, we're coming back. <laughs> uh, I don't dislike this song. I'm really surprised it isn't a Robin big James summer song. Though. What's that? I'm surprised it isn't a big summer song that was number one. Like this some, was a huge summer. No, song. but I mean like a. a, a but it's a like ballad. What do you want? A splash ba- in the pool? Yes. <laughs> yes. Splash in the pool. What do you want? Get the beach ball. <laughs> What yeah, splash in the pool by Get the Beach Ball. Number one, <laughs> Walking on Sunshine should be number one every, every summer. Every summer. Every summer. Yeah. I agree. God, Just a new version song. of it. Yeah, of course it is. Listen, when he gets that, when he hits that note. Uh, you know what? We were. I was right the first time. This is their only number one hit. Don't Be Cruel went to number four. 
and I want you to want me went to number seven. Wait, where did the tonight's the night come? Or tonight, tonight it's you. What, where did that go to? Hold on, I gotta, I gotta click more chart history. This does not sound like Cheap Trick to me at all. No, it's that time where everybody, Chicago, Cheap Trick, everybody was using Diane everybody Warren. Everybody kind of sounded and, like this. Yeah. And sounded like this. Yeah. Is this written by Diane Warren? And by the way, this is number that. one, so I guess they did the right thing. If, if you wanted to make yeah. money anyway, that was did your David goal. David Foster. David Foster, all of that. Were you asking for, about Tonight It's You? Yeah. That went to number 44. That's it, huh? Yeah. I was higher. Here it is, guys. Let's, let's enjoy this. Goes down. <laughs> uh, who would sing this song now? Who would sing this now? Kelly Clarkson. Anybody yeah, I happy like with to that? Think about that. What what band or artist would sing top songs of the of the '80s '70s now? Like I always like thinking about. And I think it would be a country version the too. Equivalence. I don't know. That, if the, I don't know if this song would exist now. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm in not. Any, in I'm any not form. sure. There's a. I think. There's I an think, audience I for think this. if Kelly Clarkson did a version of this uh, in her way, it could be a hit. Kind of has a. Uh, well, who's recording all the Who's recording all the Diane Warren songs in 2019? Oh, she just, Do we know? She just was nominated for an Oscar again. Lady Gaga, I think, did. But it was Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. By That's the way, right. Richie Zito produced that. Was that Zito Brown production? Yeah. And they, Bob Mitchell, who, and Nick Dickie Graham, Zietz? writers. Who wrote it? Bob Mitchell and Nick Graham. Yeah, Bob Mitchell had a bunch of hits in the 80s. So I guess the cat's out of the bag yourself. here. Uh, the year was 1988. Yeah. Wow. Get a question, Peter. Peter, the sound. It's sound. just a certain sound because I didn't know any of the songs. Like right off the bat, I knew obviously I knew like "Pour Some Sugar on Me," but it's just the kind of sound from movies at that time period too, where you just because that, that was about about the time where movies really started to use pop songs. Right, but why? But, but why? But uh, but that could have used it been eighty seven or eighty nine. It, it was it was sounded like the nineties and the eighties at the same time. Mm. So I yeah, just I split the difference. That. And I, I threw myself off because I was, you know, I thought I was a songwriter at the time and the I'll Be Sure song and a bunch of songs that were similar to that kind of inspired me to do some stuff that was bad. But uh, that's why I thought it was in the 90s Later. because cause that's when I wrote those. Things. I see. Now we got the answer on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know that everyone is burning to know. The songwriter. Uh, it's Elliot's biopic. That was pre-Tivo. <laughs> yes, it's pretty cool. Uh If you're if you're making your Elliot timeline, at home, <laughs> if you have pins you gotta, you and yarn on the wall, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can now fill in. You got you got two more cards this week. Yeah. <laughs> I suggest maybe a yellow yarn for this period. <laughs> well, I've got pins and yarn and Elliot related uh, activities at home as well. I got burn some incense and then just. Uh, oh, I thought you were mapping oh, out a, like a, a murder. A Is doll. that why you cut oh, off some of my hair? No, I'm used yarn i just told you what i did <laughs> i thought that was for the clothes what are you no ending me i guess yeah right. i could have just ended his premise <laughs> could have built on that what am i doing he's building the scene up. building a scene. i like how you still have the headphone that way for him. <laughs> <laughs> My ears numb. yeah that can't be comfort uh all right kyle anderson you could find over there at uh Give, run it all down again kyle yeah so it's entertainment now on uh, sirius xm on demand if you uh ha subscribe to sirius xm you now Everyone has access to the app. Uh, get yourself signed up and find me. You can search for my name. You can search for any of the shows I do. I also, I'm uh, just about to finish. So they'll be out by the time people hear this. Uh, I did a deep watch of Stranger Things oh. season three. So it's not uh, like plot stuff. It's just me explaining the references. Oh. And I had a lot of fun doing that. Cool. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy Stranger Things? 
Didn't gave up uh, after season one. Best season. season. The one that just came Agreed. out. It is? It's, it's great. Yeah, it's tremendous. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. three people in this room. Four people agree. Top yeah. shelf. I mean, so, I like season two, too, so don't go by me. But I'm not going to go by you. At all. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Not with that bullshit. Not that hair, hair yarn nonsense. <laughs> So Sirius XM On Demand, there's a, and there's a ton more stuff coming. The, a big complaint that we've got from people is that we used to be, you know, Entertainment Weekly Radio was a channel that had, you know, 12 new hours of broadcast a day, and the right. people have been complaining about the lack of volume. And I'm here to say that volume's coming. It's coming. All yeah. right, cool. Good. All right. Well, uh, terrific. And uh, Peter, uh, the movie, uh, you can get on, as you say, Amazon. Amazon on Blu-ray, and then it's streaming on, or digital download on iTunes and Vimeo. Currently, uh, it'll it'll be everywhere. And I would point. bet. I believe you told me uh, in a text message or an email at some point that uh, when you were here last time that uh, you saw a bump in the uh, Indiegogo uh, yeah. from Never Not Funny fans. So uh, I'd like to thank those fans for supporting uh, uh, friends of the show. Uh, so uh, thank you for doing that. Now uh, now it's time to watch uh, what you donated to. Thank you very uh, much. And it's worth watching. It's uh, very educational, informative. Get to see a little Adam Carolla. Get to hear Cher's voice on a. Uh, clip <laughs> which of course was enough for me i'll watch anything with Cher's voice in it oh you kidding me mm-hmm. that's all i need i love how you're talking about a two-minute portion of the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's a background on the narrator it's very important to me <laughs> very important to me um all right we're done here right very successful chart flashback yeah uh, I'll be having the pop culture piece. Look up over there. There's Garen Cockrell. That's Peter Pardini, the filmmaker right there. Uh, behind the Video Village, that is the soft product, Elliot Hochberg. Behind the dashboard, that's Matt Belknap, our friend from Entertainment Now. Kyle Anderson, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.